0: all right welcome everybody to another episode of 21 going on 77 i am one half of the dynamic duo it is dwight at 517-2214 joined again as i am with the brains of the operation the young prodigy young sj at sj basketball eight on the twitter app sj how you feeling what is the weather looking like in new york city
1: it is very nice. Uh, it's like 55. I was out earlier. Um, yeah, great weather for February. Um, but while I say that, I'm sorry to the earth, <laughs> because that's all I can think about as well. That the earth is dying, that it's 55 degrees in New York in February. But um, yeah, it's it's nice here. Thankfully, it's not um, gloomy like previous weeks.
0: Dude, that's so crazy because it's 45 degrees here in Texas, here in Dallas. Um, like the high today is 49, and y'all living it up in 55 is, is sunny too, right?
1: The the high is 57 today. So yeah,
0: that's crazy. Yeah, I uh I it warmed up a little bit like earlier this week, and then yesterday, my um. Yeah, when I took my sons to school, it was ice. It was like ice on my car. It was cold. It was like 32 degrees or something like that yesterday morning, but it warmed up a little bit. Um, I can't complain. I hate the cold. I hate it with a passion. Um, Had to walk, had to go to the office yesterday, so that involved a parking garage and walking outside a little bit. And uh, apparently the face I was making was bad because... One of my, somebody at, at the office just saw my face when I walked into the build and was like, it'll be okay. The cold ain't gonna last. Apparently I just looked like I was disgusted, but such is life, such is life. Um, anyway, SJ, since we recorded the uh, Kyrie We Got him pod that was on a Sunday, there's been a lot, there's been a whole lot of trades. I think this might be the most active trade deadline ever. Maybe. Yeah, probably. probably. So let's get into it. The big boy, KD, went to Phoenix. Yeah, insider sources from the summertime that we, we want to talk about. They finally got it right. He finally made that trip to the sun, to the to the. I don't even know if it's the sunside shade. It's Florida. It's a lot of sun in Arizona. He out in Arizona. What you think, man? I'm uh, I'm not gonna hold you in the summertime. It made me feel like shit, but I still think they're gonna be a good team. I, I understand why they could be like the prohibitive favorite. Them in Denver, but Doc, who garden? What you think?
1: listen this i mean this was the writing on the wall once Kyrie got traded but so i'm not surprised that he got traded it's just that i didn't think it was going to happen at this deadline and so quickly too um it's not like it was a buzzer beater trade or anything like it happened you know the day before or the night um the deadline so and you know it's been said that they were working quickly to get it done that I was shocked at. I thought it would have been an off season thing. I thought he was definitely gone in the off season. I thought that was even though they were accepting win now stuff, I was like, that's cute. But I thought, you know, they'd played out rest of the season, try to make a push, you know, katie in these wings and then in the off season they'd move him. Um and then that's when I thought he would come to Phoenix. Um he's these superstars, at the end of the day they get what they want. And he was very um like from based on all the reporting, like it was Phoenix. Like all these other teams that were on the list, it was really Phoenix. Like, um, so and these like mega superstars usually get what they want. Um, so I'm not shocked at that, but I'm also shocked because what the hell, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, you know, our shine too because we just beat the Clippers and we were feeling high and mighty. Like and we got Kyrie. I mean, we'll get more into that, but we. You know we were feeling great and um then that happened and i think they're the favorites and i think i mean they're i think that the favorites one and two I know this stuff about defense, all that people are saying the same thing about us and we're pushing back a bit, um, while acknowledging that yes, yeah, some of that is true. I think it's the same thing on their end, because KD's not some terrible defender. Yeah. Especially if he's like a four in lineups, like KD's actually he's a rim protecting four, one of the most valuable archetypes that you can have in the playoffs. We've seen it. We've talked about it on the spot. Yeah. Um, and he is that low key on defense, like I think the near, I you know the, the oh who's gonna get the, the weak spot I think is who they're putting at the three. You know what I mean? Like T.J. Warren is he you know gonna hold up in that spot, especially defensively after all the injuries. I don't know, but they have. Um, you know, Okoge, who, if you're looking for a defensive guy to slot in there, he's a great guy to put there. They just traded for Baisley. I don't know, I mean, if if it's Baisley, that means KD is a three, so that maybe changes things a bit, but I think there's things they can do defensively. I don't think, um, and if Aiton, I mean, he's the key to, to their defense. He has to be the anchor, and if he, I've seen Aiton locked in on defense to the point where he looks like a legitimate, like, defensive anchor. We
0: were, we were talking about he deserves max money, which he ended up getting, but Okay. i don't know we ain't seen him we haven't seen that from him man. did you watch him last night because i did and i don't know what i didn't was. watch him
1: last night no 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 i didn't but <sighs> I
0: was he rough oh it was an abomination
1: but that's the thing it's really about him locking because he at this point he's the clear cut fourth option like yeah. yes, Chris Paul is going to want to set people up but it's you still want the ball in Chris Paul's hands over right? like at the end of the day fourth option doesn't just mean shooting the ball it's it's you know or just options in general just doesn't mean shooting the ball and shots it's also do you get the ball to you know make something happen in certain spots and he's not going to get that you know with all these um mouths to feed so it's really about him being okay with that, um, and not letting that disrupt, you know, the chemistry. Um, and I think, I mean, he's pretty. I mean, it's a chance at a ring, so I don't think. And it's a very obviously nothing's guaranteed, but it's a very, very, you know, big shot. Um, so I think he'll, you know, make it work. And I, I mean, I'm just saying, I think um, all the concerns that you can kind of nitpick at, I think um, I wouldn't place those over. The good feelings about it, if that makes sense, it's similar to us. Like you know, people are talking about oh the defense. Who's who are they gonna guard? I I think people are blowing it up more than it's going to actually be detrimental to us. I
0: I think my my only fear with the Suns with that is it's going to require like like with our guys like KD, okay, do you, Luca or Kyrie they're never going to have to guard the best player of their archetype on the other team. They're going to have to guard somebody, but they're not going to have to guard the best player. Whereas, I don't know, I think KD at 35 is going to have to get buckets and guard the best player of his archetype on the other team. I think that gives them the best chance of them winning. And that just makes me nervous. If KD was younger, I'd be like, yeah, he got that. You know what I'm saying? But... He's an older player, man, and, you know, he wore down last year, but he wore down because he was having a backpack for a whole season without whatever Harden had going on and with, uh, with what Kyrie had going on. So, we'll see. It'll be interesting. I do think they should probably be the favorite, but as we'll get into, I like our chances. Yes, sir. But, uh was there any other move that like stood out to you that caught your attention that really, really moved you? Because if I have any commentary, like all right, you know what? Let me let me jump into a rant. Am I well I won't even rant, I'll just propose it to you. Am I crazy or did nothing else move me? Like people was gassing that Lakers moves and that shit don't move me at all. not all hate and aside, i I don't think they make the playoffs still
1: see with the thing with the lakers move right i i get that they won i agree with you in the grand scheme that it doesn't move me simply because i agree with you i don't think they make the playoffs and i think if they make it they're grinding through two playing playing games Mm. to do that um but overall i don't think so because they've it's gonna have to take they have to make up a lot of ground you know they've lost what three straight about two or three straight already right now um other teams above them also got better so for you to leapfrog people right not only do you have to take care of business you have to hope you know that other teams are falling and if other teams are Bringing in reinforcements and trying their best to either hang on to their spot or move up, you can't. You know, it's at this point of the season, you can't just rely on what you can do. Um, so their moves made them better for sure because Westbrook, at the end of the day, um, you can talk about his player or whatever. They were he was coming off the bench for them, and you swapped him off for three guys who could start. I don't think they're gonna start all three, but um, those are three guys that could start for you um but at, at the very um least they're better than the guy you're sending out um so i think for that they did well i mean mo bomb but you know me i talked about him last week not a huge fan of him. if you i'm i'm sorry that's just really a thing with if you cannot if you're not getting minutes on a terrible team um and we review, it's like these bio bums bums that we're gonna get into a bit like we can, you know, talk about bio guys, but I'm never gonna get like super excited about any of them. If they were good, they wouldn't be on the bio market. Okay? It's why on um, the Alec Burks thing. I think that's nonsense. I don't know why people keep talking about. That. They're not buying him out. I don't know. I, 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 I think <laughs>
0: it's, I think it's because people see Detroit and see Detroit's record and just uh, put start assuming stuff, and don't actually pay attention to like like the GM flat out says it and does it he's never like bought dudes out like alec burke has that team option and when they extended Boyan, and i'm one of the people that's like they're not doing that they're a terrible team and my dad told me as soon as they got Boyan, not only are they gonna get him they're gonna extend him and i was like okay i guess to trade him my dad been telling me the play for them the whole time because he actually watches them and reads the interviews and watches the, the interviews of the game. And, like, bro, they're they not buying out anybody. Like, they didn't trade anybody old. They, yeah, not, they kept they all they
1: in yeah. like the reportings, they literally said that they even before like the deadline was up and all, they said they would prefer to keep them, <laughs> like yeah. they did not even trade them. Like they'd even prefer to keep them. So if they're yeah. preferring to keep them, why would they buy them out? Yeah, it does not make sense. Or at least Alec Burks, obviously.
0: Yeah, yeah. That that's I don't know, man. I I, I don't know. Yeah, but
1: regardless, the the overall point is that um these I mean some of these trades, right? And I think with the biomarker, yeah, we shouldn't get excited for that. Um but what were we talking about um before were we talking about a trade?
0: Talking about what Alec Burke?
1: No, no, no before Alec Burke's. That was a
0: uh Oh, we just talking about trades and then you talking about Bio guys. You're talking about Mobamba and how the Lakers do Yes, yes the Lakers, the Lakers. Nobody.
1: Yeah, so the Lakers with Mobamba. So they got Mobamba and all those guys from Utah. And I mean, it's okay. You know, D'Angelo is definitely going to make um much more of an impact than Russell Westbrook he has been okay this year. Um and so I think that's that. And I mean, there's some interesting tidbits too coming out about um Delo and uh, the Timberwolves uh, and him and Gobert. Not sure. really. I mean, I don't. The the I listened to or I I went to where the original source and I that the post that was made it was a bit exaggerated. Um, not everything was said like that. Um, how Delo was like they the original post. I think it was John. Can't pronounce his last name. He's a Tim Timberwolves beat writer. Hmm. He expressed that. Well, they might have not, you know, seen eye to eye, and um, it was an awkward fit on the court, but it wasn't all, it wasn't that detailed talking about, Um. oh yeah, he talked shit about him, like, that That wasn't said, um, but regardless, it was an awkward fit on the court, at least, and they were not close to an extension at the end of the day, and they just felt Could get something for him, and you know, they went and got a guy that they're familiar with, like Connie played for Gobert for a couple or played with Gobert for a couple years now. Um, so that's a guy who can come run your offense. And at the end of the day, you had been experimenting a lot with um Ant as the guy with the ball in his hands, anyway. Um, point Ant and all that. So, if you're gonna lean into that, um, Connie's a good guy, you know, to kind of just steady things if it gets a little bit murky. So, I mean. That trade overall, I mean, the Timberwolves, they did what was the better play at the end of the day, and um, they only got, what, it was like Conley and maybe some seconds, so it's like, okay, sure, Cats coming back soon, so you guys can work it out. At the very least, um, I think they believe they can at least hang on to their spot, um, but we'll have to see, and from the Lakers' perspective, again, they just, they haven't barely, they don't have any margin for error, I don't think, so, um they have to just hope you know they just have to take care of their business and then hope that somebody free falls um but in terms of other trades i i want to talk about the clippers a little bit too okay they did a lot they they had a lot of trades they were one yeah, they
0: the- and just so i make sure i'm i'm asking you but i'm also i guess presenting to the to the listener they got mason Plumlee, they got bones. And who was the third guy?
1: And they also got Eric Gordon.
0: Eric Gordon, there we go. That was it, right? Mhm. Okay.
1: Yeah. So, they got all that. They did a lot of diggling who went out. It was John Wall, Reggie Jackson, a second round pick and um Luke Kennard. So, they I liked their moves because one, all of the, I mean, not, I didn't want all those guys, but some of those guys that they got, there were guys I wouldn't have mine, you know, if the Mavs got, so that's okay. I would say that they, I mean, this was kind of at the, since the beginning of the season, I felt the Clippers would have had to make a couple trades at the deadline just because, you know, you talk about the deepest team in the league and all that. Like at some point, depth or too much depth it can also be an issue and you have to consolidate some of that and that's how i've always felt with them and it did get to that point where you know i i follow a lot of clippers fans. as much as i don't like the clippers i surprisingly follow a lot of clippers fans i don't know how that happened but um so i see the complaints you know of of what they're upset at um you know, I don't watch too many of the games, but I can see what, what, you know, what they're saying, and based on what they're saying, um, they weren't happy with Ty Lue's, like like, um, rotations and who he was playing, like, they think Reggie Jackson is a terrorist, um, oh. <laughs> and they were very happy that he left, and, you know, you saw it sometimes, like, Ty Lue, he... He liked Reggie, and he calls him a traditional point guard, which is crazy. I've seen that way too many times, and I'm like, Tyler, who do you think Reggie Jackson is? You think Reggie Jackson's a traditional point guard? Like, are you kidding me? I just think he means maybe – I don't know what he means, actually. (laughs) I was going to try to defend him, but I don't know. Um but regardless, he was but at, he was so destructive that he had to give him some DMPs, and then he had to play him again. So it was like, and then he started bringing him off the bench. So it was it was just a lot with Reggie. It wasn't a good year for him, and with if you get a guy like that and you get back somebody productive who's going to play, you know, an amazing Plumley, um, he's a good you know even though he's a little goofy at times, he's a he's a good backup. He's a de- or a de- decent backup. He's like a power level backup. You know a flawed center who has issues but for the things that they do well they do it well that's to me that's like a powell guy you know um so and they needed a powell guy actually um you know they were playing some of the options at backup center were like batum as much as batum was like good for that he batum is not um his minutes has been going down too he's not a viable backup center now um they that was cute for the little (laughs) stretch that they did it but i think they dragged it a bit they tried to play it out too much um, they're playing. They had they brought up the rookie. He's been going back and forth, with the, um, with the G League that rookie center, um, Musa. They tried to give Moses Brown a chance. Like it was crazy. They needed a backup center.
0: Bro, they was um, really playing. They really
1: they played Moses Brown. They, like, they played, played Moses
0: out. Brown. I think he played more than we. He played more for them than us, didn't he?
1: Yes, they were dead ass about him. Like yeah. you know, he was the backup. Like he was actually the backup.
0: yeah. They had full blown. I think it was the first twenty thirty games. I think he played every night
1: yeah he did and then he was obviously terrible (laughs) i'm sorry like he was bad um and they had to like i said they were playing Batum, roco like it was or they don't even play roco these days so it's just a lot going on and um they needed those trades, and I thought they would have swung for something a little bigger, like a Fred VanVleet. And those were that was the reporting, but you know Toronto wanted man, they want to give him up, and to me, like that sounds a little crazy. I think I just because I'm not even the biggest Freddy fan, right? And Terrence Mann is good. He has length. He gives Cooper something that they don't have a little bit. That's one youth. Um, they don't have a lot of youth, so he's one of the younger guys. Um, and he 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 gives them energy. We just played them, and he put up what twenty one. Like he was cooking us a little bit, like early. But um, they were losing, so it was like whatever. So he gives them a different element. But end of the day, I think you go star <laughs> over a role player, especially if the the the. Like if the package you have isn't anything crazy already, then I don't think um just sweeten it a little bit with a man. Um, I didn't think that was too much, but they thought it was too much. Clippers fans are happy they kept man, so you know it is what it is. So they didn't swing for a Van Vliet, but they got um Eric Gordon, who again um I think he's we're gonna see Eric Gordon look rejuvenated i think he was very like he started to come on a bit late and i know very well about eric gordon's stats because he's on my fantasy team (laughs) so and i monitor that and so i know what he's up to (laughs) i know what he's been up to this entire season and i wanted him i ooh, i was gonna send goons for him the first couple months of the season because it was actually ridiculous what he was doing i'm talking about negative scores but anyway that's a that's a different story but he has been you know turning on late i think maybe because he knew he was getting traded <laughs> he really felt rejuvenated and such so um i think we're gonna see him rejuvenate he's a guy he can get to the cup and the clippers need more of that at the, end of the day. like they could talk about getting a point guard and they still haven't really gotten that i mean, that's one thing they didn't get but um they could talk about wanting a point guard but then they need somebody to get to the rim paul george is too unpredictable and do you see paul Pop- paul paul george drives to the rim elbows going everywhere like he he's no he's not a rim pressure guy that's why most of the times he just settles for jump shots same thing with Kawhi. Kawhi, Kawhi will get to the rim but he's more of a midi guy um you need that rim pressure guy and i think eric gordon provides a little bit of that even though he's a you know people will think of him as a three and d kind of guy um, but if given the opportunity, he could put the ball on the floor. So I think that's also a good move for them, especially given what they. I think they gave up John Wall in that deal. Um. So yeah, and he was not playing either. Um. So good move for them there. And Bones, Bones is interesting because <laughs> um, I'm just because I think in the play he's not gonna get a ton of minutes in the playoffs, right? Just because he cannot guard. Yeah. i watched tim hardaway jr fry bones face off <laughs> he
0: is, he's uh he's a catastrophic defensive player, he is
1: destructive and that's yeah, yeah he's destructive on that and like he's bad like and not even just the mask like i watch other nuggets games and it's like yeah. literally like the off anytime he's in the game bro the other team's offense is like all right if you got a, especially if you have like a guard that could score it's like all right go up bones <laughs> and that's their offense so and then there's and it, other...
0: and it works very well <laughs> and exactly
1: and there are other things going on too um it wasn't just, oh, he can't guard, so let's trade him. Because, obviously, um, with his offense, he's a good offensive player. He's averaging, what, like 15? I actually don't know his stats. I kind of just guessed that.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you know, he averaging, like, 11, 12. But he oh, 12, played, okay, yeah. But this thing, he played, like, 19, 20 minutes a game. So yeah, that's, okay. a, that's kind of a lot, for that that many minutes a game.
1: Yeah, so he's, he's, he's a scorer type of guard. But it's not like it's really, like, efficient buckets. You know what I mean? He's taking bad shots. And if you know the Nuggets, the style of ball they play, um, I mean, not to say they don't take bad shots because you had a guy like Michael Porter Jr. taking bad shots, but he's been curbed. If you watch Michael Porter Jr. play, he's adopted a role player mentality this year He like he understands what's going on. And that's credit to him, I'll say, um for adjusting his game um because he did that. But he kind of had a bones moment, but the difference is I don't think Bones had the t- Bones is not as talented as Michael Porter Jr. for the Nuggets to kind of endure that. Cuz remember in the bubble Michael Porter Jr. was saying things and pressers.
0: Oh yeah.
1: Yeah, talking I, about I, I should have
0: got I should have got the ball more. I should have got the uh, ball and yeah.
1: yeah exactly but they were able like i said to work that out and now michael porter jr understands what time it is (laughs) like he does like watch him play he he's crashing the boards he's spotting up he's cutting like he's 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 adapted and so credit to him but bones you know again like i said he's in that phase, but he's not as good as a michael porter jr (laughs) where you can tolerate that and um with that being said you also don't want to pay him um and that's where that's another element where Bruce Brown needs to get his money in yeah. the summer. I think he has a player option that he's probably going to deny. Um,
0: they they I want to keep they, him too, for, and they want to keep from him from what we've heard.
1: Exactly, and that's a that's the right choice. If, if you're looking at the Denver Nuggets here, saying Bruce, first of all, Bruce Brown is just a better player. I think um, just a better like especially for what for a, Bruce I'm Brown. Will,
0: I think Bruce Brown will be the third best player on the Mavericks right yeah. now. Like yeah, I, really- I think he's better than Josh we're gonna, yeah, we, we, yeah. we, we, we gonna get into that later because he ain't way better and it's like an argument but
1: Wait, he ain't way better yet that's yeah. not yeah. but he is but, better yeah so but, but
0: I, it's more i'm trying to gas up both of them mm-hmm. oh than, yeah, yeah, yeah. then than try to act like josh is no good but bruce is he's a an elite role player at this point elite
1: role, like elite role player and yeah. to me like yeah you got the stars but I look for like if we're talking role players like especially on championship teams you mm-hmm. need a lot of high level role players like we got a few on the Mavs uh we, we can talk about that later no, yeah. I said you I even maybe it was a little gracious but um no, we gotta
0: I don't know, I don't know. I say we don't talk about it later
1: it yeah, will we'll, yeah but um yeah so they want to keep Bruce Brown. Bruce Brown is the priority, clearly. Mm. Um, so, and then just, you know, Bones, clearly him and Jamal, Jamal Murray had an issue. I don't care what Jamal said or says, talking about jumping to conclusions, whatever. Shut up, Jamal. You know what you're doing. There's yeah. issues Bones. His peoples are coming at you. <laughs> like, there's something happened. Um, so, yes, he has to get shipped out. They only got two second-round picks. Um, and they, we can, I guess, transition to more... Um, Disappointing do, trade do You, uh,
0: you want to spill, spill the the drama about Jokic and Bones. Go ahead. <laughs> you know what you you know what it is too. Why are you putting it on me so people can be mad at me for gossip?
1: Yes, yeah. Go, you brought it up, so you got to say it.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I, I'm not gonna be specific apparently allegedly uh you know bones had anger issues uh he would get bitched he didn't like being benched he would storm out of the uh like practice or he'd storm like one i think he stormed out of a game specifically like left the bench during a game and went home and like they basically kind of suspended him and they had a team meeting to see what you know all the players were like, what should we do with Bones and Jokic? Was like, fuck Bones, and that was it. Um, I, I mean, we, what I'm saying is, we can talk about fit and beef with Jamal Murray. Like, once that happened, it, it, the the big man say, fuck Bones, it's over. So that's what that was. When Jokic don't fuck with you, your career in Denver is over, no matter what. Man, he could say that. He said that about Michael Porter Jr. Michael Porter Jr. would have been out of here, gone somewhere. Like, in a second-round pick that ain't really that good, dude, you know, he was, he was fried. He was done at Denver, you know?
1: Yeah, so that happened. Yeah. I mean, I think he also, as much as Eric, um, I think Bones gives the Clippers a different element. Um, like I said, won't play, like, a ton of minutes in the playoffs, but, you know, energy, young guy. Um, so we'll see what they do but um yeah Denver got the second round picks and Thomas Bryant they were they got him I forgot – what did they get for him was that a just a three team trade where how did I they don't, I
0: don't even games? I don't I don't remember don't give me wrong.
1: or sorry. I think they might have used those picks I don't remember yeah I think they used those picks to send to to the Lakers and they got Thomas Bryant in that TP from that bonus yeah. trade yeah okay. I think that's how that went but um yeah they got thomas bryant who thomas again, bryant
0: has been solid and for some odd reason he didn't want to play for lakers yeah he requested
1: a win. trade which is true listen if you request a trade because anthony davis comes back into the starting lineup and you get moved to a bench role and you don't get as much minutes you are crazy i'm driving you to the airport My, even if you didn't get traded i'm probably benching you for a season because that's fucking crazy i'm so sorry <laughs> <laughs> thomas bryant who I would score 20 points on right now. Lace up, I'm giving Thomas my 20.
0: He's the fucking reason we have to argue about Christian Wood. He is single-handedly responsible. Because
1: Christian Wood fried him up good. And Just we sure. got to talk about that. Um, yeah. But Tom, listen, the league <laughs> is cooking. I'm so sorry. With these bench players requesting tre- 4 court miles requested a tree, and we haven't heard from him since. Does <laughs> is he, is he play? <laughs> Did they
0: just bitch him? What happened?
1: I think he's not really playing. Okay. I don't think that's the brain he wanted. A tra- Every all the role players that have recorded Thomas Bryant clearly got the biggest pull. Jay Carter had to just get traded. He waited, I mean, in the end, he got what he wanted, but he just got traded. These role players need to stop requesting trades, bro, because these teams clearly don't care. Kenyon Martin Jr., Houston, requested a trade. They said okay, <laughs> and they didn't explore anything really. <laughs> <laughs> and that was You're, just that. I, I don't think we heard <laughs> <laughs> literally, like because there are no. Like not to. I'm not trying to be, you know, rude or anything, but I'm just saying. Like this is this is getting a little out of hand, um, to me. You know what happens in old days where you just played where you played from when you played there, and you move on when you had the chance. You know what I mean?
0: A twenty um, a twenty three year old should not be referring to the old days, ma'am. You got to cut it out. You got to cut right. it out.
1: All right. Anyway, um. Anyway, my point is, t- t- Thomas Ryan is in Denver now. He's gonna be a good backup center because. They weren't, they had DeAndre Jordan. They weren't serious with that signing. Um, I mean, they they're, they're They actually were serious with the signing because Jokic is likely on his way to another MVP. So that's the point. Dude, dude, dude,
0: dude. I don't mean to cut you off, but you said that shit as a joke. You said it as a joke. But I'm starting to truly believe it because so many people in their media, when they present the case for why Jokic wins MVP, is his plus minus. And I'm just like, bro, they signed the worst fucking backup centers in the league. Like, and they
1: play all bench lineups, bro. The yes. NBA all bench lineups. So of course, his plus minus is going to look yes. crazy.
0: And you also know what's crazy. As soon as Jalen Brunson plays on a different team, you Luca's plus minus magically jump. Oh, Luca's
1: plus minus is like second behind Jokic. Exactly. And it's just like,
0: yeah. nah, man, that shit ain't really impact. That just means the dudes behind you are bums. When Luka had a good backup, his plus minus went good. As soon as he gets a a, a worse backup, I mean, yeah, much uh, bum backup, that shit shot through the roof. He's still been really good, but like, that's such a fake stat. That's a fucking fake stat. It and you, and you've is. been saying it for a minute. And I thought you was just joking, but like, no, man, you hundred percent right. You was on point with that shit. They didn't know, like, carry I mean, on. My fault. My no, fault. no, no. But
1: I'm just saying, it is what it is. But they got a. a but the, the thing is with Thomas Bryant, he again is probably not playing much in the play. Actually, I hope he's playing a lot in the playoffs right. um, because they will be eliminated <laughs> if that is the case. Because you are Jokic is already a little shaky on defense. You put it, Tom, Thomas Bryant just cannot play in the playoffs. He's not a playoff dude. Um, but he's a good, solid regular season backup big. He's been playing all right when given the minutes. So you know, at least he'll play. He'll Man. play. He'll definitely play. So Christian, um, Christian,
0: Christian Wood is triple J in comparison to him.
1: Yeah, that, yeah, it's really bad with him. So, but he'll get his minutes, and I'm sure, not sure. That's clearly what's important to him. Um, so, and he's gonna be on a um, winning team. He's going from the 13th seed to the one seed. So <laughs> go for him. Um, but Denver, I mean, for. All the other teams, I guess you know, I'm not going to go through every single team every everything, single trade, but overall, there was just a lot of movement, and um, we saw some teams almost go for it with like the. Ra- I have to talk about the Raptors though, because
0: yes, we do, we do.
1: Masai is is ridiculous, bro. And I, think, I, I, I think he he's washed. washed. I think he's
0: washed. He I is think wa- washed. I think he's everything.
1: washed. I don't I, th- I don't okay I don't even think he's washed I think he's overplaying his hand, but it won't be as bad as because this, this was my question right. And I asked this to I have a couple raptors uh, neutrals too. and I asked the question because I was confused about them buying right i'm even if they didn't sell i'm confused about them buying <laughs> that is what i'm confused. like they could have stand pat and it was like you know whatever um we can figure it out if we don't you know we're still gonna get you know a lottery pick because i think they own their pick so it's like they, we're still gonna get a lottery pick and um in the summer we can make just dis- like decisions better decisions on what to do moving forward i thought they had a lot of directions to go in buying was not what i thought because now you bought a, a pending free agent <laughs> you know what I mean and they're saying that they want to resign him like they think he's the center like a, he he's one again a center they're familiar with um a center they probably didn't want to trade but needed to to get that superstar in Kawhi and get their first title but um they always liked him they I think yeah they drafted him so of course um get to getting get, getting him back was an opportunity they probably thought they had to take and they're thinking about paying him however now are you paying the rest of them not being moved like are you paying Gary Trent Jr are you paying Fred Van Vliet Are you, you know you're paying Jakob are you paying everybody like are you just bringing all them back just like I'm not like are you gonna lose maybe one or two for nothing um like I'm just confused as to why they bought because they're not they're not gonna win many games this season I don't think um to like vault into a playoff spot I don't think they're gonna make the playoffs so you essentially bought him for next season that's what it is you bought him to, to um re-sign him but you're not even sure how that's gonna impact the rest of this current season and the future beyond because you don't know if jacob is a needle mover anyway so you I bought him it. just to have him and oh, then you're gonna man, make decisions uh, later
0: I, I guess maybe you see how this plays out
1: I mean, I guess, but I just think it's a big swing to 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 sign up pending free agents when you already have about two or three. You know what I mean? You're already like it's not like they're gonna they already have money. That's the that's the thing. It's always money, right? And they're a team that are are they're already over the cap. To me, owners do not like being over the cap and paying a lot of money for a team that's not like we have the plane. So there's a very clear mark after ten. You can get away with being um. You know, before you know, it was just eight spots. Now you can get away with being like the tenth seed and saying, "Hey, we can have a shot still." If you're not even there, <laughs> you know what I mean. Your team cannot be paying that much money, so that's why I'm confused as to 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 if if this is really the case. That's why I think this summer they're gonna move off all these. Like OG is definitely gone in the summer. I don't you think, think so. They, so
0: okay, that's that's gone. something I was talking about in a, in a earlier today. It's like. Him, the price is going down in the summer because
1: I think they overplayed their hand by not accepting what they did this deadline. But I think he's still gone regardless.
0: He yeah, is. but that, that's that's my point. He has to hit free agency to get the, his value, right? He's gonna get 30 million dollars from somebody. He can't sign a 30 million dollar extension. Uh, it's, I guess he could pull the Miles Turner if he gets traded to a cap space team, but. I don't what team is giving up picks and you know you you know where I'm going with that. Like yeah, yeah. a team's not giving up picks and giving OG Ananobi Obi uh, cause the only teams with cap space are bad teams, right? So he's gonna get the free agency. It's like, bro no one's trading four or five first round picks for a dude that might leave because there's no mechanism in place to guarantee he gonna stay no matter what his agent says no matter what he says people change their minds so it's like I'm trading they were gonna get three and four first round picks because teams want to win the championship this year and you would have them through the run next year you just getting them for one run I'm, the price is going down the prices that not trading him makes no sense. Not trading Gary Trent makes no sense. Cause same thing with Gary Trent, dog. I think he's walking. He's walking. Like... I think
1: he's walking too. I think he's walking.
0: So and he ain't really that good to where they should be locking him up if he ain't anyway. So just get like take a protect. I'm not. I don't. I'm not even sure they shouldn't have took some seconds. Dead ass. Some seconds and like a prospect that somebody gave up on. They should, shit, Gary Trent Jr. and, uh, for Wiseman, do that. That was better than what the hell, I don't know. He's cooked, bro, I'm sorry, I'm gonna call him cooked unless he pulls some shit off. Because I also, I don't think, I mean, obviously they know their, uh, they know those agents, those players' agents, but OG has basically said he don't want to be there. He's beef with the coach. Um, pascal i guess has said he wants to stay so pascal is locked in i think they if they pay fred he'll stay but are we sure fred wants to stay i don't it just it it doesn't make any sense to me SJ, they're the most them and the bulls are the most confusing teams in the nba
1: what the bulls did was a disgrace bro not doing anything is a disgrace (laughs) you should have picked a side bro
0: yeah
1: Bullshit. Because they had, they have stuff to move around. It's not like it's like, oh, we have no assets and we can't do. They have stuff to move around, whether that be selling pieces or buying pieces. They had things to move around. The Bulls, what the Bulls did was a disgrace, bro. I think Levine is out of there. I think the Knicks are going to trade. That's maybe a Bull take. What February tenth? I don't know. Maybe we will revisit this. and This might be oh, they already knew movement moment. I don't know. I think the Knicks might get Zach Levine this summer. It
0: makes
1: sense. It makes sense. It was already said they were trying to make offers. After they got all them picks. um. Whether you know some of them are fake or not, they still have a lot of picks at their disposal. It's already being said that Levine and um Billy Donovan are vibing, and the locker room is on the coaches' side, which is very surprising. Yeah,
0: the locker room don't mess with Zach. We, yeah. we got other
1: yeah we know that <laughs> yeah,
0: we we got other people to, that say that i don't yeah. know so yeah.
1: so i don't i think he's definitely and i think they sell because he's been playing well too so i think they sell high i think they get a big um maybe even the knicks get a third team in there for the bulls to get more assets but i think the knicks like they might trade. not mind <laughs> i definitely think they could trade like an rj type um and I don't know what that means for the Bulls' sake because I think um one who's is a free agent. There's been no extensions with him so far, from what I've seen. They
0: think, and, they think they're gonna be able to resign him, and I don't think he's gonna have a big market. Why? I don't think
1: he's gonna have a big market either. So we'll see what they really are thinking about. But I think Levine um might be out of there. Like he was sending R.J. at top in uh whatever whatever, and Knicks could try to read, not the Knicks, but the Bulls can try to read the tool there, and then Knicks get another star, because, you know, they love the star chasing, um, and they have a good team, you know, they're probably going to be in the playoffs, or at least the play-in, so um, they, I think if they get the opportunity to add another star, and I think Levine could be the next kind of star that we hear grumblings about, so we'll see for them, but I, I just, it was just very strange what what they did which was nothing that's just strange to me given the position you're in the assets you have um it's that was just strange um and they lost too for good measure <laughs> after they lost to a like a weird nets team <laughs> like that's oh, the whole description
0: Man, we can get into it later but shout out to dorian shout out to dorian even mm-hmm. even myself i was like dorian done lost and stuff and he he probably has a little bit had Rosen in prison
1: prison mm-hmm. Locked up the Rosen, locked Prison. the Prison,
0: packed them boys up. I loved it. I loved it. Man, yeah, loved
1: but it. yeah. So you know, wild trade deadline. Um, I don't know if you have any. That's really my general thoughts. That, that's no. got way better. Um, and yeah, and the East loses flair really. So they it's, did, a, they, I think they, it's they,
0: a. They, they did.
1: Yeah, they East losses flair a little bit. So yeah, yeah.
0: There, there's a clear line in the East now.
1: Oh, yeah, clear, clear, clear,
0: clear, clear line to where the Nets were always like, I don't trust them, but I don't want to play them. And that, now that they out the paint, it's like, it's them top three and it's like, anybody else now. So, um, yeah, I just saw this, Bib just retweeted something. It was the most players traded at a trade deadline in NBA history. So yeah, this oh, was wow. le- yeah this was legitimately
1: okay. Everyone's feeling is right. Everyone's saying, "Oh, this feels like the most. This feels yeah, yeah, it's yeah. right." Pe-
0: pe- pe- yeah, people people, uh, uh, measurably that was accurate. So, um, man, let's get into it. These maps. So we traded for Kyrie, and then we didn't do anything else. Um, we have been rumored to me, invested in some buyout guys. They, they I don't think there's been any. I think it's just more of us as fans, like, go get this guy, go get that guy, blah, blah, blah. And I think Nico said he'll look at it, but I don't know if we have. There's been no reporting tying anybody to us, right? So what I'll say is, I don't know, man. Like, after the Kyrie trade, looking at how they've played so far, did you were you, were you up? Did you watch all of the uh that Clippers game?
1: Yes, I watched every single minute. <laughs> I was on the moon. Even when we were like people were like oh we're giving up the lead, same old maps. I was like shut up guys, like we like hey. we we they never relinquished the lead. I was like they're toughing it like give them a chance, you know, it's a game of runs. Give them a chance to um you know, get themselves out of it. But I enjoyed every single minute. <laughs> every
0: Buddy. single minute. Buddy. Uh, yeah, I'm, 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 these last two games we played, I think they're my favorite two games since the playoffs. Yeah, like even the even the even, even the sixty point New York game because we were pissed the entire game.
1: We were so tight, like and we that so OG, angry. Put that us on the moon, game. yeah. But that game was horrible, <laughs> actually.
0: So bad. It was such a bad experience until the very end. Whereas when they packed up the Jazz without Luca and Kyrie, that shit was glorious. It wasn't good. It was glorious. And then Kyrie come in and look like he'd been playing with the team for five years. And then it's like everything we complained about, off-ball scoring, movement. Jason Kidd started calling plays. It's like, oh my God. It, this the, All this stuff exists. All of this stuff exists with some guys that we already had here. We just wasn't doing it. Man, that shit was so great. Boy, you can't tell me nothing about these maps right now. Nothing.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: remove, like, the fan shit out of it just from a, like, I guess, as amateur am- analyst or whatever. I really think we're about to go on a run. And if you look into the data, basically since Josh Green has come back, we've been, like, a top 12-ish, top 11-ish. I think we're tied for 12 over the last 10 games as far as defense and it feels that way right like when you watch it feels that way it feels like hey they guard man they was doing some shit defensively against the jazz where i was like oh that looked like that looked like last year that looked like last year them boys was moving i don't know what the hell done got into dwight powell i have no idea he does this a couple times a year where you just be like hey bro what is this He's his a...
1: spring break pal. His best time of the year is coming up. But there's also a reason why he looks even better. But I'm gonna talk about that soon too.
0: Okay. Uh and I'm just talking about defensively. I'm just talking about garden people. Like shit is not sweet. Shit is not sweet on the Mavs. <laughs> uh, the only person where shit was sweet on, he plays for the New York Nets now. The New York Nets. The Brooklyn Nets. Like, dude, Spencer was kind of the weak link. And I, I really I feel like Unless you watch the Mavs and you have an eye to know what you're looking for, I don't think people realize how catastrophic of a defender Spencer was. Now he ain't Bones Highland, he ain't Trey Young, but he was so bad, and he was bad in little subtle ways that you might not even notice unless you like really, really. He was a team. ball watcher, like a yes. very,
1: very bad ball watcher.
0: <laughs> like if I just think like a motion, you remember when uh when we played the Wizards. And Kuzma didn't literally didn't make a fucking three all game. But the couple times uh, Spencer was guarding him and just lost him and left him butt naked in the corner, back-to-back possessions. And it's like, bro, you can't do that. You can't do that. And because he is 6'5, the the biggest thing that's killing me, because and I'm not trying to gas up Kyrie too much, just because he stole the ball from Paul George that one time. But, like, bro, he know what he's doing. He in the right spot. Like, I ain't about to say Kyrie is locking nobody up, but he gets in the right spot. Spencer gets lost and be leaving dudes butt naked. And he, I don't know, I'm not a doctor. Like, bro, you could just cook Spencer off the bounce. You just could. Like, he didn't move side to side like that. And I don't know, man. I just really, really think we're gonna go on a run just because Spencer ain't playing defense anymore. And I know Dorian, we lost Dorian, and I do think Dorian was declining defensively when it comes to guarding like quick guys. Where Dorian was still a dog is the bigger, slower power guys. And Dorian, I think something that we underrated was like his ability to guard big like fucking centers you put dorian on a finesse big for five minutes and he might put him in prison he put Sabonis in prison last year for the whole fourth quarter literally held him scoreless you remember am i i feel i remember this but i want to make sure i didn't gas it my memory didn't gas it up when we beat mb didn't he guard him and mb like didn't score and went like one yes
1: he was guarding him he was okay
0: Okay. The okay. Ball,
1: anytime they were trying to throw the entry pass. Yep, that happened.
0: Okay. I knew I. Okay. I was like, man, I don't want to put this shit on the timeline because my memory getting a little fuzzy in my old age. But I'm like, I remember Dorian locking up in B, and we won that game. Didn't Luca miss that game? Who missed that game? Somebody um, missed
1: it. was Corp. Porzingis didn't play.
0: Porzingis didn't play. There we go. And everybody yeah. did the whole, oh my God, we're going to lose by. F- NB's gonna have 50 and 50. Yeah, fucking yeah. Dorian put his ass in prison with the money on the line. Um, he, I mean, he did it so many times with Biggs, and I think we're gonna miss that. But just throwing him, feeding him to like guards, yeah, them days, I, I think them days is over, unless it's like the power, the slower power guards and wings and Bigs. That's that's where we're gonna miss him, but. Joshua Benjamin Green. He, listen, SJ, I have not been a Josh believer. Um, I've not been a hater. There's this weird thing in our fandom to where you have to pick a side and you have to like say this player is the worst player in the world, or you have to love him and like embrace him and think he's gonna be the best player in the world. And like with Josh, I never really I was wanting to trade him for a, a proven vet or a proven star. But some people's like, he going to be out the league. Um, We need to get rid of him for anything we can. And I I never really, I never went and wanted to go that far with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think there's really people that would have dumped him for second round picks in the summer. And that didn't make sense to me after the flashes he showed in the playoffs. I know he didn't play in the playoffs. Uh, I know he ended up getting benched, but. Am I crazy, but did he show flashes against Utah? Like, there was shit there where you'd be like, hey, that's something to work with for a dude that's been in the league two years.
1: Yeah, he did because he looked rough, right, in game one. Yeah. Right? Very rough. They were leaving him open, daring him to shoot. When he either wouldn't take the shot, or when he did, it wasn't even close. But what showed me his poise was, I think, the next very next game, maybe game, yeah, it was game two, he played well. <laughs> he yes. started getting those shots, and he like course corrected. So, and you know, it had been up and down after that point. But to me, if you can, you know, have a rough game like that in the playoffs and come back the next game and you know, essentially correct your mistakes, that bodes well for me. And I, I um like that. That's why, as much as he didn't play, um, I never like um, I, you know, held it against him.
0: I thought he should have played. I thought he should have. You should have thrown him in there and.
1: He got his chance, though, and Frank was just better than him. So he remember last and to all of last year, it was really Josh and Frank competing for minutes. They were going back and forth. Remember, um Frank was better than him early, and then he took back his minutes with vengeance. And Frank didn't play, so it was really them competing for minutes. Um, I,
0: I just yeah, feel yeah. like when we were going, he like, got his school. shot,
1: and I think Frank was better than him. Frank you, did perform better than him.
0: No, nah, you're right. You're right. I just feel like. In later in the season, even in the playoffs, when we were like getting killed, I feel like you should have throw him out there because like we need. Yeah, you could have tried him. Yeah. We, we, he should have got some a chance against the Warriors. Even like play play him at the five. Like they wasn't doing shit. Dwight Powell wasn't doing shit. So literally, play him at the- get crazy. Like the season on the line, what we got to lose? We getting our ass beat. We had no defense at the point of attack, so. That was just my thing. But the point I'm trying to get at, I didn't see this coming. I didn't see this shit coming at all. SJ, he can play. He the third best player. And I say that with total confidence. I am not invested emotionally in Josh Green's success. I am not. I like him. I'm happy he's playing well. But I'm not. I gas up other players because I like them more than others. I'm not a Josh Green gasser. Like, but my eyes is telling me what my eyes is telling me. And my eyes lying to me, SJ. Like, I think he's our third best player. I don't even think it's close. Yeah, to I don't I
1: think know. it's It's not an argument right now. Yeah. He, he is the third best player. Like, that's not an argument anymore. And I think even national media is is catching on to the uh, fact Dor- that he's... Doris
0: Burke loves Josh Green. Dor- Doris she Doris was, Green loves oh, oh, she was gassing him up the other night.
1: Yeah, so I I don't think yeah I think it's 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 being widely accepted that he is the third best player, and I think if you said that earlier in the, like in the season if he was our third best player it would be yeah the Mavs are rough because he's a, he shouldn't be at that point if that makes sense even though um he, him getting better he, is great
0: he shouldn't be but I think it just kind of happened and that's what I'm saying it, we, it just we, got we got lucky we got lucky. Yes. yes,
1: and it's not a bad thing, that's what I'm saying, it, it it happened, but it's not a bad thing right now, because he is that impactful, and it's not even raw stats, or it's just the impact, and people, like, I'm not even one of those, like, analytics people, like, deep into the analytics, but it's just via eye test, or numbers um, like you can just see it as soon as he comes onto the court he's he's doing he's doing something that's the yeah, thing like so he's doing something positive that is
0: the the games what, we've won three out of four he what? obviously helped win the uh jazz game but even the two games before that his stats won not that great and i'm just like bro they lose that game by 10 points if he don't play
1: bro, like, the he Warriors don't, game, he yes, has yes. minus was yes. horrible But to me, my eye test, like, he was one of the ones, especially late in the game, trying to get us back into it. Like, what he was providing us was very important. And I'm not even saying, oh, Spencer lost it. It was a collective effort by everybody to lose that game at the end because the vets folded. I I remember the vets folding that game. Um so it would you know i'm not gonna single out spencer because it wasn't just him so it was all of it. but um he makes an impact and i mean just i mean i'm gonna focus on the jazz game for a little bit the jazz game right just everything he did he showed to me like his full bag and even with that full bag like he still didn't even that was his best game of definitely of his career, obviously by the career highs, um. But it wasn't even. It didn't even feel like that was the best he could have even played in that moment. Like not even talking about projection, future potential, all that. Like in that moment, he could have played better. <laughs> that was the best game he ever played, and he could have played like even better. Like there were sometimes he might have turned down a shot or, you know, tried to um, you know, look to pass a bit more. But and that's one thing I've been on him about, or not really on him, but. Kind of weary about, right? Is his scoring appetite. Um, He'll um,
0: pass the ball sometimes before he even has time to assess if there was an opening for him to get a bucket. Exactly. That's something he would do. But he ain't doing that shit here lately.
1: Exactly. Because he has that, his confidence right now is just like crazy. Like he knows he's a good player. And that's the scary part. He actually knows he's a good player now. And he knows, like, hey, i am faster than these dudes he's like hey i am like he's i think he's realizing what his body is now he's realizing hey i'm just faster than these dudes and that's great and it's not even just um the fastness he's like understand like the the new Orleans game right where we um that's not really a great game because of what happened at the end at, or at the end but um when he he was in the corner right the ball got swung to him jose alvarado you guys should know him by now, um, you know, pest on the defensive end. He made a great um, closeout, right? Josh jab steps a bit. And then he said, you know what? You were like 5'9", 6'5". <laughs> <laughs> <Six, five. laughs> and he said, let's go to the post. And he backed him down and hit like a little fader in the paint. Yeah, And I'm like, that is such a high percentage shot. And that's just high IQ, right? he could have um after the jab he could have like tried to drive and pull up for like a midi you he know shot
0: that bitch in his face
1: in his face but he said uh, you know what no i am like i got four inches on you i got a lot of pounds on you let's go to the post and took a very high percentage shot because no one's gonna help like as much as he's bigger than him it's still josh green and you know i mean I, I, <laughs> I love
0: josh but i'm like yeah if he make that shit, good luck we just yeah, good
1: lose. luck, yeah <laughs> so it's like things like that he's understanding he's already a high iq guy that was one thing when even when he played even though he was like all over the place early in his career he was still you could see the high iq there right so and that's to me if you have a nice feel as, as you know as we see with his passing chops if you got good feel you probably got good iq so he was already high iq so him understanding his body now and assessing situations, is only going to get better, and the way he plays is just so important for this Mavs team because it's like, and again, I'm going to single him out a little bit, and it's really not me talking shit because I sincerely appreciate what he did here, and this is Spencer I'm talking about. Spencer was good here this year. He was oh, yeah. he was good. Here. I'm not like I don't I know on Twitter it can maybe seem like I'm talking a lot of shit. That's just how I talk on Twitter. Y'all know this, but um, on the like serious note. He was good this year, but there were things we can point out that might have, you know, contributed to down points at, at times. And now that we're seeing kind of how things can be different and we're seeing some of the results from that, that's why I've kind of, I was frustrated at some of how we were playing at times because not to say that, um, Obviously the Kyrie factor is a big thing, but even before Kyrie, that Utah game, it was it was the dudes we had. <laughs> you know what I mean? That we it was the dudes we always had. Mm-hmm. And yes, you know, so the fact that we could have played like that, you know, at times, that's what was a little um frustrating. Um, because again, they leveraged again. This is Josh also getting better because Josh wasn't this like as much as Josh has been good the entire season, he wasn't like this at the beginning of the season. He wasn't like this. Definitely, this is like in-season growth we're seeing as well. Um, but I think um, he was just in control of the offense from like with the ball in his hands and without that. Leveraging your off-ball movement, man—it's—it's—it's it's, it's really like simple in the game of basketball. And this is where I bring up Powell because we are start like the um, like addition of Kyrie. It brings just a lot of things to the table, and it's really little things, like things that um obviously the big things. Oh yeah, he's gonna you know make a lot of shots. He can shoot, you know, he's gonna play well next Luca, but it's not just about like when you bring on like stars, especially stars that can make other people better. That's great, and you can and Kyrie, and it's it's kind of a um, you can see the contrast with Luca, whereas Luca Luca primarily makes players better with the ball in his hands, creating. Kyrie has the ability to make others better without the ball, and I think um, where Powell comes into as a big. And let me preface by saying I'm not saying Powell is the going to be the starting, but just like don't even bring it up to me. <laughs> so I'm just purely talking about um, for what we have right now and why Powell is a better answer at. Um, you know, the starting center spot right now that Wood, because I've been seeing a lot of people complain, oh, Wood's back to the bench. Like, oh, what does he have to do? Like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> like, just the one, the bench needs a scoring at this point. There's no, um. so we're going to need his scoring off the bench. And two, it's just a better fit with Powell because if you're utilizing him, too, with these handoffs, Powell is really good in a dribble handoff. He does it a lot with Luka, too. Um, not just Luca, but he Powell knows how to organize things, right? Let's say Luca is trying to come off a, a pin down, right? Um, trying to get the ball, and somebody's really guarding him to deny the ball, like really, really denying the ball well. powell is not going to like panic really or turn it over. Powell's gonna say, Okay, <laughs> I can't get this to Luca tim come up here and come get this ball and he's facilitating the dri- dribble handoff like powell knows like really knows how to do that wood it's not as seamless with wood not to say wood can do a dribble handoff but it's, it's clunk like if wood sees that um like luca can't get the ball um like let's say on a ball now he'd probably take the bucket himself which you know could have mixed results he could score which is great because we get the points Or he could probably take a bad shot or turn the ball over, which he does, you know, uh, quite a bit, too. So it's just a different element that they bring and for what they're trying, or at least what we see they're trying to do on offense. um, He and not even just offense, but defense in the sense that Powell can guard better in space and in the pick and roll. Um, it's just that obviously Powell can't defend anybody's rim, <laughs> which is an issue and him just being small like sometimes guards can really get him off his spot um so that's really where the problem lies with him and you know he uh, overall he was missing some buddies and bunnies in that um clippers game but overall he's a good finisher so um I think that just the addition of Kyrie and if this newfound way of play sticks because that's another thing we talk about spencer being gone and they're playing a different way but somebody else has been out (laughs) somebody else has been out and um that is also not a coincidence and i mean some of the quotes um we've seen from our lovely grant who's been doing a good job um you know covering the maps he you know has been you know in the media and we've been seeing all of the things that luca has been saying about this trade and how he feels he's going to fit with Kyrie. And one of the things being, where he was saying is that, yes, I, you know, I'm going to play or playing off ball, you know, next to Kyrie should be easier for me. You know, he acknowledged that he wasn't doing it after his rookie year, like um that he's been on the ball, but he's going to basically make more of an effort to play off the ball. And that's all great. I love to hear that but I would like to see that because Trey said the same shit and I'm not saying they're the same person but and and I'm not even just singling out Trey a lot of guys in the past have said yeah this is I could I could do this and it sounds all great in theory but it doesn't materialize the way you want it to on the court for whatever reasons so I'm and I'm not been I don't think it'll be like that um I've been very um vocal about it like me giving him the benefit of the doubt in that situation and you know he and you know we say oh yeah he used to play off ball you know in um europe and europe, stuff yeah. i mean Trey used to play off ball too <laughs> i mean it's not like he never never did so it's just about mentality and wanting to do it and adjusting your game right and with luca one of the things i've been like i've been saying for a while that as much as impressive it's i don't believe it's it's a great thing is his self-created points the percentage of points um of for him that's self-created? It's it's far too high, bro. It's way too high. Um, you have to learn how to um or not learn. I don't want to say you have to learn how to do it. He knows how to do it. It's not like he's learning how to do it. It's just um being more willing to um allow others to make plays for you. And I think with a Kyrie, um, the dynamicism of you can. You can utilize his off-ball scoring gravity because that's the difference. Even if um even let's say oh he played off Jalen more, that would have been a more on-ball thing. Jalen didn't really have much off-ball, you know, gravity because Jalen wasn't like an off-ball mover like that. So
0: he didn't have that. Jalen got a dribble before Mm -hmm. he he ain't cutting. He ain't yeah. He ain't doing no shit like that. Jalen need the ball. It was gonna be your turn, my turn. You stand in the corner you stand in the corner while I stand in the corner and vice versa like exactly
1: so and Spencer's some of the same things same except, things yeah. except Spencer was a bit more willing to shoot the catch and shoot than Jalen was Yeah. Uh, but with Kyrie it's not even just about catch and shoot but you you saw it in the game you saw how he was moving without the ball bro no, Kyrie can come off a pin down and just put the shot up and it's cash
0: cash yes yes
1: Pass, it's a quick, quick pin down, (laughs) you know, (laughs) quick pin down, real quick action doesn't take more than six seconds in the shot.
0: Who, who, Theo Pinson brought the ball up,
1: Theo brought the ball up, brought the ball down,
0: down, caught it, bucket. I'm like, it, (laughs) (laughs) bro. I saw that, I said, I am fully lying to myself because you don't need that's not talent. That, well, let me be clear. It's talent on Kyrie's end. It's talent on Kyrie's end. But that's, he's just so talented. He's so good at that. That any, like, you literally had Theo bring the ball up and get an assist, get a fucking assist for that. And, like, that's just Kyrie (laughs) being great and someone who could set good screens.
1: Exactly. So, listen, and and my, yeah, it's it's just stuff like that. And I feel like if you, and then we saw the play. Grant, he was low key watching that Jaden tape because Jaden did the same shit to um Ubre the game before. And when I saw that same shit, and I'm talking about that um that given kind of given goal where he um used his off ball movement to fucking get the center turn the fuck around. Yeah. <laughs> crazy. Wow. Kyrie did the same thing and it was like well fuck it so i think just you know actions like that luca you know we've seen him you know as a screener in that pick and roll you know with josh especially he was doing it a lot with josh he did it um you know he does it with spencer um too to get spencer going too so it's mainly spencer and josh like the two guys he um to do anything with the ball so i'm you know he said as much but i'm fully expecting him to be doing it with Kyrie too and it's a little different because with josh josh was trying to get the ball back to luca <laughs> you know like and josh got downhill he tried to get downhill and um there was one player i remember where he got downhill and he tried to float or he missed it but um mainly when they do those sets josh is trying to get the ball back to luca in the short roll um when spencer and luca do it is either spencer's going downhill or um luca's getting the ball back in the post um but with kyrie I feel like there's going to be more options. <laughs> you know what I mean? Out of that action. Like, um, Kyrie can do so much with it. So if Luca's setting a pick and if Kyrie's using that to his advantage, he could do so much. He could he could score, he can he could bend defenses where he can get open shots for other guys and he can make those passes. Um, or if Luca's getting the ball in that short roll, Luca could also do so much with the ball. So I just think um It's going to be very exciting if they um, really make it work. And, I mean, something you said earlier about um, them not having or not going to be guarding, you know, the best guys on the other team whereas the Suns might do that. I think there's a little bit of merit to that because I've seen Josh, right? And one thing about the Mavs defense that we've been saying for years, like even when we were good last year, the one thing we didn't have, other than like room protection, of course, but the one thing we didn't have was a stopper. We not We never had a stopper, right? Mm-hmm. Never had a guy where it's like, um, like as much as Dorian was good, he he's not a defensive stopper. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, neither were any of the other guys. Reggie is not a stopper. Good defender, but not a stopper. Josh, I would label him as a stopper right now, but he has stopper potential.
0: I don't know, man. Look, look, look. I said. He didn't. I said on the timeline he didn't guard Kawhi that well. I rewatched the game. I love that shit so much. I rewatched it. Nah, man. Nah, he did a solid job on Kawhi. He did. Kawhi.
1: He did. But the is why I wouldn't put the label yet because there are some archetypes that give him trouble. Like if you put like a and there, that's and it's it's it needs to be honed a bit. That's why I wouldn't just give him the label right now. You know what I mean? Like if you like compare like a Lou Dort would like Ludor is a stopper yeah. is a stopper i wouldn't put josh in that class yet and that's how i'm thinking about it um oh, i want to put him I in feel, that I class feel like, yet.
0: i feel like his ass was stopping paul george i don't know i'm guessing oh yeah i mean paul, george,
1: paul, paul george sucks so that's like <laughs> come here, come <laughs> on, now.
0: That's all okay
1: i know that's i know i know but dude, let me cook with this paul george slander <laughs> <laughs> let me cook. but no no no, no. but <laughs> my point is that not only does he, even if you consider him a stopper, I, I he's very he's on the cusp to me. He's so.
0: on the, I, the he hasn't played enough in big minutes for us to have the gas, but he also hasn't played enough big minutes for us not to have the gas. Like he just might be here now.
1: You're right. you What you're I'm right. trying to get to. But one thing I can say about him definitely is what he is on a defensive end is a defensive playmaker. Mm -hmm. and and you saw it all over the game like he is that he can cover up for two people (laughs) and that is important (laughs) with some of the defenders we you know will play it's not even just in the starting line like tim's still on the team you know what I mean? Wood's still on the team. These are guys that get lost. These are guys that get lost. So if you have guys that can um not only, you know, hold it down for themselves, but also can help you out, that's very important. Josh was everywhere, bro. He was everywhere defensively. And then if you're the only thing I'm worried about the team, not only thing, there's a couple other worries, but I'm that four spot is just tricky because we don't have that bigger wing to no. t- and you know people are talking about the lineups like yeah. you know Maxi Maxi works well in the playoffs especially as a small ball 5 right Maxi is going to to me is going to have to assume the role a lot of of I mean and Wood too but Wood just can't guard that four spot and um
0: well, I, I... He can think... he he can but he can depending on the matchup.
1: Yeah, but to me we the the matchups we talking about matchups, man. I'm tired of like talking about matchups in terms of like players, I like know, guys I well, well, could
0: blow. Who can guard anybody? I know, but here's the thing as I you know what motherfucker's still with my I I told you about it, but like dog y'all got to stop with this Christian Wood shit. I have been talking crazy on this podcast, on this app, about everybody. I've talked crazy about Luca being fat, smoking cigarettes. No one's ever come in my DMs ever. But a motherfucker came in my DMs two days ago about Christian Wood. Cut it out. He ain't that good. The league just showed you he ain't that fucking good. And with that being said, he ain't that good. He don't stink. This is where me and you on two opposite sides of this. I don't think he stinks. I think he can play. I think he's going to be able to play in the playoffs. I'm happy they didn't trade him for fucking Reggie Jackson. I'm happy they didn't trade him for... I I, I didn't
1: want that to to happen.
0: I'm happy they didn't trade him for fucking... Unless... Unless they was going to turn them second round picks immediately into a player better than him or a better fitting player. I'm good. I'm happy. He's on the team now versus, Oh, we got to get something for him. We got to get something for him. No man, he can play. Actually, He's going to be able to play in the playoffs. He may not be able to play starters minutes, but he's going to be able to provide some solid minutes and just be used in the aspect that he, he can be good at. And here's the thing, man. I know you say you want players. You're right. You're right. (laughs) Here's the thing. He's in a position where, like, we ain't got to kiss his ass and start him because we don't give a fuck about paying him. And I think he knows, we know, everyone knows, like, there's no going to be no big fucking market for Christian Wood. There ain't, right? So he just got to be a garbage man. And SJ, he did it. I don't remember the game. I don't remember exactly what game it was, but there was a game where his shot was broke and he just did garbage man shit. It was a regular season game. I don't even know if he was starting yet. And when I saw that, that was, I think that may be my favorite game he played this year because that was against type. That was doing some shit like, bro, I'm just here to win. I'm, I'll am i do whatever it takes to win. And if he can give me that, SJ, I'm already lying to myself. But this goes to... I'm putting some money on us to win it all. If he can just I just need garbage man. I don't need eighteen and eight. I don't think he can play enough to give us eighteen and eight in the playoffs. I don't think you can keep him out there enough. So I just need garbage, man. I need a solid just be a garbage man, give me like ten and six and try your hardest when you out there. Am I crazy for thinking he got that in him?
1: Um, that's the thing. I don't know. I would have to see that. And that's the, the problem, right? Is if you can get him to be okay with that, because everyone's saying, "Oh yeah, his role, you know, he could be a okay." I'm not going to say everyone, but to, to a me, lot people, of people, a lot of people saying the um, "Oh yeah, juiced up Bobby Portis, blah blah blah." That's all cute, but Bobby Portis understands who he is, right? He understands what he's out there to do, and more importantly, Bobby Portis, granted, he was playing on a discount, definitely in milwaukee He is playing on a discount in Milwaukee. But Bobby Portis is also not, think, you know, commanding the money that Wood wants, right? If you're talking about a backup bench big Bobby Portis role, why am I paying $20 million for that? <laughs> I mean, why am I paying that much for that? Um, But, I mean, besides the point, if he can do that fine, Um, I mean, I, I, I was always fine with keeping him you know beyond the deadline um because I understand the role of you know if he can just be a backup bench big that would be fine you know it's not going to be harmful but I thought one he was the pathway for a meaning I thought he was the pathway for a meaningful upgrade at something we like really needed which was a big wing defensively um but i mean to, people are talking about oh yeah what about tim tim no one wants Tim. this has been established. we've been talking about tim for years nobody wants him and that's okay it's whatever you weren't gonna unless you're attaching assets you weren't getting an upgrade for tim using tim um's contract if that makes sense it was always a would have um or if that's why i was like you know trade Tim for you could trade him for anything if we if we got um an upgrade with a wood trade you could I trade can him uh, for anything uh, uh
0: what's so buddy the the he was like a top five pick in Cleveland the young fella Okoro he fucked it up he started playing too well
1: yeah he started playing well and they didn't need a wing anymore but um but yeah so it's like you know it is what it is right he's here um I understand what he could be I mean People, first of all, people need to leave me alone about him. I feel how I feel. I've been, I felt that like people come. I switch up. Are you crazy, bro? I just I like this man no, for years. Hey. It's been about two years gone where I have not liked this man, yeah. uh, and he's only been here for a couple of months. So, yeah. <laughs> I
0: think um, he, I think he was at the top of the list he was literally at
1: the top of that's the worst part about it it wasn't even like oh i'm not really a fit i didn't i actively (laughs) you
0: hated him You was like i hate you man i remember i remember that shit like it was yesterday he dunked on somebody when we was up literally 30 points and i just remember you was like fuck him who does he think he is Oh, I laughed
1: about that.
0: Shit. It was so funny to me,
1: or oh, whatever. I do understand that he's on the team, so it is. I'm always rooting for him to play well yeah. and play well because if he's playing well, that means my team is playing well. I'm not stupid, you know what I mean? Um, so, but it's just, I'm not going to also lie about what he is, like, I'm seeing, like oh why are you disrespect somebody's like why are you disrespecting our second or you know he's been our second best player. okay he's been our second best player when we were like holding on for dear life not or to be
0: a fucking mediocre <laughs> team he's so yeah, like, he's supposed so, he's he's so, so, he's so, to be happy he's a, such a better fit than christoph's Perzingis. look man shut the fuck up no he was not i watched christoph's Perzingis and fucking bombs the same bombs christian wood was playing with doc I watched the game where I, fucking uh, – they beat the fucking NBA champion. Chris stops Porzingis, when he was playing, with no Luka, beat the team that won the fucking championship, and we was getting blown the fuck out with Spencer Dinwiddie and Christian Wood by the fuck – you could argue the Houston Rockets are the worst team ever, considering they're the first team in the NBA on pace to have the worst record in the league. Keep in mind, he was on he was on fucking two of those teams. They're on pace to be the team with the worst record for three straight years. And we got blew the fuck out by them with him on the court. Shut the fuck up. It's not just stats, bro. It's not just fucking stats. Almost every defensive metric that exists shows we are better. We are a better team with fucking Dwight Powell on the court versus him. But 18 and 8, 50%. He shoots the threes. He got, did you see his block stats? Shut the fuck up. It's the, he's opposite of Josh Green. He's the opposite of Josh Green. I don't give a fuck if Josh Green averaged nine points or some shit. My eyes tell me what I see. When he's on the court, he making shit happen. With Christian Wood, yes, he's going to get his buckets, but he's going to give up shit the other night. Bro, that fucking... Clippers game got dicey because he fucking lost Rocco Rocco I don't think, hit any threes the whole game. For...
1: one three except for that one three he lost him on.
0: <laughs> yes! When he, he literally lost 30. him. Like, lost his fucking man. It wasn't like... They ain't running no fucking sets to get Roko's shots. He just lost his ass. Man, fuck out of here. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You so much better at this than I am. And, uh... Uh, yeah, we so much better about this than uh than I am because like I still think he's a decent player. You you kind of hate him. Let's keep it real.
1: Listen, I don't even think he's a bad player. Let let me clear that up, right? Okay, I don't think okay. Because
0: I thought you thought he was a bad player. No, that, I don't think
1: he's okay. a bad player, but I don't if. If I'm I'm thinking championship right now. I'm thinking long term. I don't believe he's a long. And I'm not saying everybody else on the team is a long term piece. I'm not saying that. But I don't believe he is a long term piece either. So where I'm,
0: where our opinion differs on that is I I don't think anybody. I think I've been saying it on the timeline. I said he wasn't gonna get traded. I said he was gonna be here. And I'm saying he's not gonna make that. Bro, I don't. I'm. Are you? Are we sure he's gonna get more than Bobby Portis?
1: Listen, I are don't you think he's sure? Beyond 16 million dollars, bro, from anybody. That's I don't what I'm
0: saying. saying. If he's only getting yeah, 16 million,
1: even then... if he comes back here, right? I, I, I don't think he's a long term. I think he's getting traded at some point. I don't think he's like he. You know what I mean? Like if he comes back, because I just think he's the type of person that, and his tweets, you know, did not make me feel <laughs> better about this in um inclination. But I think he's the type of person that believes he's better than he is, right? And when you have guys like that, um, sometimes it works, but sometimes it doesn't. And for um, you know, the contention with the the whole benching thing, right? Where, you know, fans are screaming, Oh yeah, you know, he deserves to start, like he should um he should, you know, be playing, he should be starting. Why is he really getting to the bench? But I'm sure he believes the same thing too um i mean you know he said he, he's fine coming off the bench or whatever so you know i'm not gonna say he's he's lying or anything like that but it's just all in again body language and um we we, we see it in uh not just in play too so i just think i just don't believe he like if if we're In the finals, he's not going to be starting (laughs) on this. Even if he's on the team, he's not going to be like starting or like a huge, significant piece of that. I genuinely don't believe
0: that. I don't know, know. man. Depending on who we play, I i think it's going to be like, you know, Jason Kidd won his only championship with Rick Carlisle, who in the middle of a fucking finals threw JJ Bray in the third lineup. I I think that's coming. I really do. and I also will say, I know you, I agree. He probably do think he better than he is, but I think the market is going to tell him, this is what you are. And he going to look around. He like playing with Luca. He like winning. And like fam, he flat out said, Hey man, I don't want to be traded. Like bro, he had every opportunity when they was pressing him about the trade deadline, be like, yeah, I wish I was somewhere. I was appreciated. He could have said anything. He could have said anything. And it would have been understandable. I would not have been mad if he was like, yeah, get me the fuck out of here. Or even if he didn't say, get me the fuck out of here. If he was just like, this is a business. It is what it is. No, he explicitly said, yeah, I don't want to be traded. Like, I want to be here. He didn't have to say that. He has nothing to gain by saying that. Zero. Zilch. Nada. He, If he thought there was somewhere else, he could be better. He could have said that we, you, oh boy, you know we would have had the reporting on that. We would have had, somebody would have whispered it, that yeah, he wants out. If that was the truth, he would have said it. It would have gotten to us by now. And it has, none of that's happened, so man, I think he's going to be here. I think he here. And I know it, it's hard to believe because he's been a certain player for a certain time and I just fucking cussed at the damn microphone about people gassing him up, but if he's making $16 million with the way the cap is going, like, you need, you gotta fill the team. You know what I'm saying? And you can't tell me he can't play 25 minutes a night on a good team. I, I don't
1: believe play, But that's the thing. That's what I've been saying For I feel like I'm being, not by you, but I feel like there's a lot of revisionist history happening right now. <laughs> because that's what I've been saying from the jump. On a good team, he's not some 35-minute per game player and i feel like that's what people are arguing and now no, we're no. coming to that realization when i've or i've been there i'm not saying he stinks i'm not i've never granted i, I might say oh he sucks he stinks that's hyperbole. let's let's be real here um but everything i've said is just that i don't believe he's that impactful on a good
0: team Oh no, i'm right i'm right there with you though
1: yeah so that's 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 always been my stance so you know the fact i feel like more people are coming around to that thought i feel like the feeling was yeah no he's a starting people, a people 30 people. plus minutes and all that and now I, we're seeing that, that no that's not really the case
0: all i'm gonna say is boy i think we are Shoot, we top 12 tied for 12 and the best defensive games we've played this year he didn't play or barely played like come on man the worst games we played offensive defensively he's he was a starter like come on man at some point like bro but we just gotta put two and two together and i'm not saying he can't play like you agree but we I, I just don't want to talk about him. I, I there is a part of me that wanted him traded because I don't want to talk about him no more. Because people are so offended by like not thinking he's good and I can't figure it out. Like no one like I give you an example, Spencer, Spencer don't have stands like this. You talk all the shit you want about Spencer not passing, not knowing how to pass, no one gets mad. But fucking christian wood what do you mean i don't understand it i can't figure it out i can't call it explain it to me no. it's, it's
1: the numbers it's the 18 and 8 bro people see that and it's like oh my god like um you know and he's emphatic you know he's 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 kind of flashy with his game he celebrates after every fucking bucket so um you know he, you know he has a game that you 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 know you could like if you like a lot of offense of course I'm not even saying his game is, like it's not even like I hate his game it's just that like for it's it's just his archetype he doesn't fit in to me um seamlessly anywhere you play him at the four there's issues you play him at the five there's issues you know that that's just that's a headache bro I've, i and when Porzingis was here and we were having that issues I said that too about Porzingis um but the difference with Porzingis is you just need to get healthy to get that defense back where you can play him at the 5 and he's a 5. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he can do five things um uh, and protect the rim and all that. And why, Whereas Wood um he can do some five things but he also can't do some five things. Um you put him at the 4, you know he he could play as a 4 um probably a bit more seamlessly, but there's also um uh you know a little bit of offensive issues depending on the center you're playing because he his offensive game is unlocked as a center. Some for the, some of the same reasons we saw with Porzingis. So I just it's just that archetype is just super hard to um, you know, incorporate. Um because they one demand um a lot of usage. That's the that's the difference, right? Where I, I, you know, talk about Powell, right? Powell does not give a damn, bro. <laughs> if he like Powell could go ten possessions in a row without like even getting the ball. And he will not care like it won't affect <laughs> his, his work on the court um and it, it matters where where you have and it's not just limited to what you see it across the league all this it's not just wood has this straight there's all across the league where some guys they won't get the ball and that affects how they play like they won't run as hard they won't you know and he's one of those guys he is one of those guys bro <laughs> if he's if it's, you know like you said he might have his you know some points where his shots not falling he tries to affect the game you know in other ways but for the most part if he's not really getting a ball or anything he's going to become invisible he starts becoming invisible um and that's and you
0: know he, like, he has that one game that i don't even remember who the hell we played that i'm trying to hold on to to lie to myself about
1: i mean sure but it's like you know what i mean i'm just i know you're right you're right yeah and i'm it's, it's just is what it, he's here he's here at the end of the day um and i just didn't like them tweets talking about i've, I've seen anything i scored efficiently shut up bro <laughs> please shut up because to me that shows that shows me what you care about bro you again you just care about your buckets and insurance is scoring efficiently.
0: Yeah, i balled um, efficiently that's that was yeah
1: i the, balled efficiently but you weren't talking about the team f- fucking mid <laughs> whatever whatever you know that's that that's besides the point that's done um and he's on a team so we can just hope he uh fits into that role that they're trying to mold him in which is that bench scoring big um hopefully he you know fits right back in that mold and we can you know hoop and make some things shake Cause i'm excited to um i'm excited to watch the basketball man i mean we thought luca was going to debut today that's not the case but it's fine we can he'll probably debut tomorrow is what it's looking like so we'll see it in due time um but for now it's the Josh and um Kyrie show again. And I'm I'm excited to see it because we're f- they're facing a worse defensive team, better offensive team by far than the Clippers by far. Um they're the second best in the league. I think they're tied with they would be um they're like point one behind the Nuggets, so they're technically one of the best offenses of all time. The Nuggets are number one, they'd be number two if <laughs> the season ended today. So they're dynamic offensively, and I don't think they're missing anybody. Um or, you know, any other big um
0: yeah, anybody that's important.
1: Yeah, anybody that's important. So um it's gonna be a tough, you know, tough game. But we're gonna score. (laughs) We're gonna score. So let's see it. Let's. I I think Kyrie's gonna. Oh, I feel like Kyrie's gonna fry them. That's my. Because the Kings, they don't really like double like that or anything. They kind of play a a certain defensive. Like they're not. They don't really switch that much on defense. And I mean, you you have some. They're not really switching, but um so i'm intrigued to see uh because the clippers they were switching you know they switch so we you know countered a little bit um uh with you know certain things that we did but now we're playing again playing a different defensive style so i'm excited to see
0: uh i actually do think wood is gonna have a good game tonight because he's playing another drop big.
1: yeah he's playing another He's
0: listen when it's
1: a drop drop big time <laughs> listen <laughs> so you could if you bet bet the over on wood if, if nah, you're playing i think i think
0: I think, he, I think tonight is the night it's gonna have people see see ah christian wood and it's just like fam, this is where like i knew he wouldn't play well against the clippers even if he was healthy right
1: and yet he, he always played early in the season he has i don't think he's had a good game against them.
0: he hasn't but this is where this sounds so fucking like elitist, or oh, I know so much more than you, but fam, there's just certain matchups he's not going to play well in, and there's certain matchups he's going to play really good in. And you need to understand that before you gas him up. But I do think tonight is a night. And this is why I say, what if I don't think Sacramento is about to fall off a cliff? We could play them. We got, like, I would rather have him against them than not have him at all. You know what I'm saying? Or have fucking Reggie Jackson or even fucking Mason Plumlee. So I, I think he's going to cook. And this is why I'm like, I think a night, these next two games, he's going to play well. I think he wants to play well because he's been ass. He's been ass since he got back. He knows it. Oh, he knows it. And he don't want to play ass. And that's the other thing. He wants to be good. And I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt for right now because he wanted to be here like i'm sorry tim hardaway been looking like he depressed like tim hardaway hadn't said i want to be a dallas maverick he said well i am a dallas maverick but he's never been like yeah i don't want to get traded he's never said those words wood was very open like yeah bro i don't want to go nowhere Fuck, fuck y'all gonna send me this this is the best i've had it since i've been in the league fuck i want to leave for so we'll see um do you think we win these next two games
1: i i don't know i my 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 brain is telling me we split them right whether that's um tonight we lose and win tomorrow or tonight we win and tomorrow you know adjustment period and we lose i don't know but my heart wants to say we win and oh i don't if we lose both i'm gonna be very very disappointed (laughs) um we're gonna have to talk about some things (laughs) Um, if we lose both because if we do lose both i suspect it would definitely be because of defense and it will probably look rough which is why um and that would scare me because obviously that's the biggest hole we're talking about right now with the roster and if it you know rears its ugly head um immediately it'd be a bit scary but you know we'll just see what happens if we lose both but um i think we could i think we could win both too like i'm not and it's not because we have another like star now you know before it was like yeah you know this would have to go right and this person would have to play well and this person would have like it was really kind of rigid in terms of what people needed to do for us to get wins without luca being here but now with a Kyrie, where we use and that's that's what the thing about the clippers game Kyrie didn't have a crazy game bro he was low-key like Okay.
0: He oh, could have hey. he shot. He so could cool. he was turning that bitch over a little bit I was bit just more
1: about to say he was giving the, was. the ball away a lot. Yeah, um
0: a little bit more than made me comfortable, but I think that was just the newness of his teammates.
1: Yeah, the newness of the teammates I'm like Kyrie
0: stop passing. and shoot the ball.
1: Exactly. Yeah, he was pass- he was doing a like I said, he was doing a lot of different Theo pins and handled the ball a lot <laughs> over last game. Um with Kyrie on the floor. So I think it's um you know, he gets a little I think he gets a little bit more aggressive just because i don't think the kings will play him that aggressively um again like i said clippers were doubling um switching a lot of um a lot of you know the clippers and kings two different defensive teams so i think Kyrie gets a little bit more aggressive today and with that i want to see how that opens up um things for everyone else um because we obviously talked about his off ball movement you know his gravity opening things up but we, you know, haven't seen much of the on-ball, you know, stuff. Whereas, you know, they were, you know, doing a lot of good things in the t- the four and three. You know, ball got to Powell. Powell, you know, got it to where he needed to get it efficiently and effectively. But um, we haven't really seen much of a um, you know, get deep into the paint from him getting the ball kicked out because he could also do that too. Um, so I don't know. I'm just excited to see what they. Do today, um, and I do think defensively. This is one thing where, um, at at the very least, um, this is why I think maybe a split might come, and honestly, the split might come. I think we win tonight. I maybe lose tomorrow just because, um, I think the defense is gonna take a little bit of adjusting with Luca back, um, because granted, one, he's coming off an injury, so he's a little bit hurt. You know, he's not gonna be, um, especially given that it's being reported that he was feeling pain today, <laughs> you know, so I don't yeah. think he's going to be some you pain know, free tomorrow. Yeah, yeah pain free and lockdown tomorrow. Um, so, And I think when you insert that, you know, we're going to have a little less room for error. Um, whereas tonight, I think with us or with, um, you know, them playing a game together already with Kyrie and Kyrie getting used to defense. Um, and it's one, again, one less person you have to worry about integrating into things with Luca um, I think we might win tonight, and then tomorrow again, just adjustment stuff. We might lose, but um, I I, I I'm feeling good. It's it's been a while since you know Luca cannot play, and I'm feeling good about the game, like like really good. Because the Utah game before that happened, like I was excited to watch it because I thought it would just be fun. No expectations we're rolling out whoever you know and let's just play and that just turned out fun the clippers game obviously there was excitement there Kyrie's debut and that was super fun you know what i mean we started we came out the gates blazing of course they came back but like i said we really really handled them they never led they never led that's handling a team um so we handled them and now you got the kings and you also have a shot because i'm sure it's in the back of the king's mind that hey if we lose these two we are going down the ranks with a tough schedule coming up. You know what I mean? It's not like they play us and get a little relief r- it. They have a tough schedule.
0: They they somehow have played, like, two less games than every team in the NBA.
1: Exactly. That's another I, thing. How,
0: like, how I, I look at the standings, I'm like, how are these – literally, they played less games than all 29 teams. I don't understand that. I really don't.
1: That just means they getting a a lot of back to backs coming up, yeah. <laughs> and, and, again, and, and a couple of teams.
0: Yeah. So it's like two less games than most, than half the teams, and then three less games than like half the teams. So it's that feels so weird. Do they have a game canceled, postponed?
1: No, like no. Like, I just like, think they just their back to backs are backloaded. I okay. Because okay. you have a, I think you have some teams that their back-to-backs were front-loaded. So okay. I think like the Clippers only got maybe like – I think this, yeah, I think the Clippers maybe have like one left for an entire like – um like mm-hmm. one set left okay. for an entire season. Yeah, they they front-load them or some of them are spread out, some of them are front-loaded, some of them are back-loaded. I just think they they were the back-loaded ones. Um, I believe the Grizzlies too were – um their back-to-backs were front-loaded. They had a ton of back-to-backs in the beginning of the season. Um, so they might not have a ton left. But yeah, I, th- I think they have a ton left. <laughs> so, um, and you want to, I think this is also a, a case study of whether obviously, um, strength of schedule is funny, because if you're a bad team, your strength of schedule is always going to be bad because everyone's better than you, right? <laughs> so, um, you know, what I mean, like every if everyone's better than you, of course, your schedule is going to be hard because everyone's better than you. Um, and same thing if you're like really good. Of course, you're going to kind of have an easier schedule because you're better than everyone, Um, but for like the teams in the middle right where strength of schedule is much more intuitive, I think um. I would rather like for us. I don't. I don't know where we're ranked. If we have an easy one or hard one for the rest of the season, but I think about like the Kings, right?
0: I I saw some shit to where we have like the third easiest schedule in the NBA. The rest oh, really, of the I
1: did. Yeah, I did, I couldn't. I, that, I was, that
0: was that was a tweet with some words from a random person that I did not verify. I did not look it up. I just saw it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'll look into it later, but um, so I don't know where we rank, but I know the Kings are, have one of the tougher ones. Right. Um, but for them, they've been sitting pretty in, at third for a while now. And then we just had the trade deadline where a lot of people beneath you just got reinforcements, and now you got to play your toughest part. Of, that is so intimidating um, to me because if you start to fall, right, now you could start to really play tight and get nervous because you're thinking damn it's the you know games are you know there's not many games left you know games are being played like a lot of games are being played and not too many left so if you're on a free fall and start to play tight because you're nervous about slipping out the entire thing that could not be a great thing now I don't think they're I I asked the question today like I put a pool of 11 teams asked who do you think um would miss the playoffs uh which three teams I got a lot of answers I mean a lot of common consent wolves came up a lot people don't think the wolves are gonna make it um lakers came up a lot um blazers came up a lot um we got a couple pelicans but i got a couple kings and i was surprised at that and the people who said kings they their reasoning was yeah it um they have a tough schedule and they think people got beneath them got better and they'd maybe even they make the plane they might just get knocked out of the plane so i was like that's interesting because i think they have because here's the thing i don't think they're gonna free fall like that they have such a cushion and they're still really good like they're still we've seen like you could win games on offense in the regular season we've done it (laughs) we have done as the mavericks on being the best offense of all time which they're slated to be right now with you know denver being number one but they're again like point one behind denver so it's like you know they're to me they're tied pretty much um so you can win games like that you can yes other people around you got better but you could win games like that you could steal a game here or there and all they need to do is just keep themselves afloat um to because they have enough of a cushion and again i don't think everyone beneath them can't win right (laughs) teams are still gonna have to lose so i think um i think they're fine but um i do believe that um they're the first round matchup that everyone probably wants in the top eight because you don't, you know, they've never been here before. What kind of respect are you going to have for them?
0: And, um, and quietly, they are. Uh, they win a lot of close games, and the uh, Iron Fox has been amazing in those close games. But you, statistically, that's kind of lucky. And you know who else won a lot of close games uh, last year? Phoenix. There we go. So it's mm-hmm. like, you know, that shit, when it can go left, it can go all the way left. And then you're getting your 61 team and you got packed up by Jalen Brunson and Luka Doncic.
1: Yep. So, I mean, it's it's just, I, these are huge games, huge, huge games, because we win these two, we're the three seed. And we can keep good pace, right, going into March where we're playing you know teams directly forced seating like we're gonna face the Grizzlies a couple more times we've only played them once right um yeah so we, we need to see them a couple more times and they're not too far behind <laughs> I mean they're not too far ahead they're not too far ahead I, I was looking at Stanis earlier I was like wow we're, I didn't think we we're that close to the Grizzlies I thought um I thought Denver definitely had one in or Denver and Grizzlies had one and two locked up but I looked a bit close granted I think the Grizzlies there's been a lot of talk, right? And they've they've been losing. They they're hearing this thing. They're right. They're hearing all these things, and I do think um, at some point they're going to start winning again. Like this free fall, I I have to see it. I have to see it continue for me to believe that. Oh shit! They're really like just free falling. I I think they're gonna right the ship quite soon. Um, and again, to jump up like that, you're gonna need teams to lose as well. So I'm not gonna say getting the two seed is um ambitious but it kind of is a little bit but three is definitely in play here and you have the tr- you know ability to do that um and you know control your own destiny here a bit so i think um they have to win these games Bro, the clippers game was huge winning that one was huge um for seating purposes um j- just huge now we're getting to the the, the the nitty-gritty of the season right now like teams even if there's not going to be huge separations um in the standings you need to still separate there still has to be clear lines where okay the top two or you know the top two are pretty much in good standing for not um being in the plane right but from everybody else from three to you know whatever you are you know the kings even though they have a cushion you are still not exempt from falling all the way down there so with that being said i think teams need to understand that and understand that every win matters because you're going to. It might just take one win to be the separator between a great matchup and a death sentence <laughs> in the playoffs. And I think that's that's really important. So right now, I want every win I can get, especially especially if it's against somebody that I'm competing with for like a seating spot.
0: Yeah, I'm uh, I'm right there with you. That's why. I really, I I truly mean this. I feel like if we would have, if Luca was playing both of these games, I thought we would have won both of them. Uh, For real. Like, I I just, this this is starting to have the vibe of last year where they just, we basically just didn't lose. We went on like a, was it 65-win game? 65-game pace? 65-win pace. It might even be higher than that. It was something crazy.
1: It was. I think it was. Wasn't it like a 71 percentage or something like that?
0: um We basically, it was a seventy percent. We won seventy percent, seventy five percent of our games.
1: Twenty five, yeah.
0: And that's like sixty five, sixty win. It, it, we won. We were fucking good, right? So, I this has the vibes of that type of run. Like even there's little stuff. So I rewatched the Clippers game, like. When Tim passed the ball to uh uh when Tim I'm sorry, when Kyrie passed the ball to Tim before he hit the game winning three, like Kyrie put his arms up like this bitch is cash. And I know that sounds goofy. This is gonna sound goofy, but like dog players like Kyrie. You can say whatever you want about him. You can say Whatever you don't like about him, he's done a lot of stuff to where as a fan, I understand why you'd be uncomfortable rooting for him or not trusting him, but don't know NBA players feel that way. Not not a single one. Uh, for all the teams he blew up and destroyed, every single dude in them locker rooms loved him. And when you trade, when you get somebody like that in the locker room, like, it, it's just like, bro, I hate to say it, the ball moved more, it just moved. Players can do stuff Players can do stuff they can do now with him on the team. They're not forced to be and no player on the team is forced to do something that they probably shouldn't be asked to do except for maybe Maxie. Maybe Maxie. Maybe Josh Green, but we gotta stop acting like Josh Green was some fucking bum. He's a young player with talent and that talent just might be fully actualizing right in front of him, from in front of us. Tim don't have to do shit he shouldn't have been having to do. Uh, Spencer, respectfully, I love Spencer. Like I said, I don't want to shit on Spencer because he gave us all he could give us. Spencer was like seventh or eighth in the league in minutes this year. He never did no shit like that. He was putting his body on the line in a way. He did everything his talent would allow him to do. But his talent can only allow him to do so much, right? Kyrie is fucking Kyrie Irving. Like, I think Lucas said that. Basically, I quote. Like, they were saying...
1: Yeah, I think, he said, it's Kyrie, man.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I think the dude, I think the reporter tried to press him. He's like, what do you mean by it's Kyrie? Motherfucker, it's Kyrie Irving. He's one of the best ball handlers ever. It's, it's just levels to this shit. And I asked a question on Twitter the other day. Because, you know, I'm 40. I've been a fan of this team when we were the worst team in sports since the 90s. I'm not sure Kyrie isn't the best Dallas Maverick ever. Not named Luka Doncic. Not named uh, Dirk Nowitzki. And I mean that. Like, bro, there's some dudes in the 80s, like Mark Aguirre, damn near led the league in scoring. Look, I was a child. My dad told me he was a dog. He ended up playing for the Pistons, so obviously my dad loves him. So I don't know, but I'm I didn't I don't I wasn't old enough to fucking know what the hell Mark McGuire had going on. You know, I know I've watched everybody since the '90s. Kyrie Irving right now is better than Steve Nash was in Dallas. I, I feel very confident saying that. I think Kyrie Irving, Michael Finley was my guy. I think right now he's better than Michael Finley ever was. Now, I don't know if Kyrie Irving going to play all the games like those dudes did, but as far as just when they when the ball is on the court and they in the game, I think he better than those guys. I really, truly do. And I, the other players fucking know this too. And I just really think we about to go on a run. I don't think it's going to be as hard as people making it out to be. And I hate to reference this dude because it's like I like him, but I don't like I don't love him like that, but like, bro, Draymond ain't missed on the Mavs, period. He picked us to beat the Suns when no one else did. When we, he's the only person, in my opinion, to accurately break down this trade. He's like, Kyrie's a better defender than Spencer. Like he flat out said it. Like it wasn't, you know. It, I feel like everyone lost that in the shuffle. He acknowledged that Spencer was a good player. He acknowledged that Dorian losing Dorian hurt. But he like, bro, they're going to be devastating. And I think we are. I agree with him. And I'm not saying he's right about everything, but Draymond, we acknowledge Draymond's a smart player. We acknowledge that Draymond know what the hell be going on. And we acknowledge he's one of the best defensive players of his generation. And, like, I don't know how long this Kyrie marriage is going to be. To be honest, I don't really fucking care because if it just lasts, I do think he is going to have his head on straight this entire season. I do. Why the until our last game is played, whenever that may be, I don't think he's gonna do anything crazy. Like people act like Kyrie like just went crazy, goes crazy every three months. That's actually really not true, bro. Like it, it's not. It's just not true. He, he. It might not end well with every single team, but what fucking superstar leaves a team and it ends well? By definition, it didn't end well if the team if the player left the team. And I just feel like people are gassing it up and trying to make this like, oh, if this trade don't work out, Lucas gonna leave. We traded one fucking first round pick six years from now, bro. My sons will be fucking teenagers. They are they are fucking seven and eight when that draft pick conveys. Like, I'm sorry, I said my son's seven and eight. My sons are fucking five and seven. That pick is going to convey so far down the line. Like, there's so many other things you can do. Like, this was a good risk. And I think the team is about to ball. I, I think we're going to be hard to stop. We've already started quietly playing better defense. And that's Kyrie fucking Irvin, bro. Um, and I think it's Kyrie, but I also think playing with Kyrie, I think it's going to rejuvenate. Uh, Josh was already breaking out, but that's just ramping up another because – those dribble handoffs you were talking about with Dwight, he can do some of that shit too. You can you can run. He can set a pick. You can get him going downhill. You can have him off the short roll shit. Um, I think Tim. Tim not being asked to sh- shoot the ball the second most on the team. Like, Tim, hey, bro, you ain't got to shoot. Tim, you don't got to start. That's just a win in and of itself. Tim, you not starting no more once Luca get back. I, I don't know if that's going to happen but that's what I hope happens. What do you think on that? You think Tim Tim starting?
1: I think they're weaning off Tim, bro. I think they're giving Josh the call. Tim, Tim can't start. He doesn't fit anymore because he's not a defender. I think Reggie gets the call back to start because at least Reggie you can he can guard up or down. Yeah. Tim Tim really can't. So I think um And the bench needs a bit more juice in terms of scoring. Of course, they're gonna stagger minutes, and even J.K. is saying that they're talking about Luka talking about different rotation patterns. So we're gonna see what happens when he comes back because I doubt they're gonna keep doing him playing the full quarter things. So we'll see what happens. They're definitely gonna stagger. Um, you know, Luka and Kyrie. Um, so you know, I'm sure Kyrie's gonna play with the bench and all that. But the bench could use a little bit more juice. So I think it makes more sense to move Tim back.
0: So Kyrie, fucking Christian Wood, Maxi Kleber fucking Tim Hardaway Jr. and I don't know, whoever. That's giving teams fucking problems, bro. The leads... and Lucas plus minus, that plus minus shit is over. It's over. It's over. Done. Tanito. Cooked. His plus minus is about to tank. He's still going to be good when he's on the court, but the team's not going to fall off a fucking cliff with Spencer Dinwiddie out there trying to create for other people. And... I think, bro, I think we got a chance to win a championship. SJ, I really do. I don't, I wouldn't bet on us to win it. The league is so wide open right now that i probably still pick Boston. But we have a shot. And I don't think I'm lying to myself to say we had a shot. And we did not have a fucking, man, I think we had a, I think we were close, we were more likely to lose in the first round than to win a championship before this trade. Do you agree? Yes. Okay. And I, I will be disappointed if we are totally healthy and Kyrie plays all the games and we don't make the Western Conference Finals. And eh, that's because there's some matchups that we could run into if we lost in the second round. I'd be like, well, you got to shake their hand and go home. I don't know. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. But I just I have expectations for the team now and I don't think I'm lying to myself. But what is your opinion? And I want you to tell me I'm crazy, because I've been get I've been talking crazy on this app pretty much since the first quarter of that Clippers game. You tell me if I'm wilding
1: i don't think you are um i mean it's just simply because i do believe i mean even lucas said it too like expectations are raised right um we have a guy like that and people could talk about their defense all they want but they're just nitpicking because they understand that you know we can make something shake and while there are holes that i think um will ultimately hinder us um on the big stage I think we got a shot too it just takes it takes luck to win a championship right yeah. shit if you're intact and we come across a team that got an like you know got somebody hurt you know got a key player hurt yeah of course i think we could take them down um if, it, if it's a situation like that so i'm not really anything out um but before yeah i was weird i didn't think we had the playoff ceiling was super low to me before but now i think our playoff ceiling is raised and that's all you can really ask for um so I mean I do think we go on a run too just because I mean like you said we were starting to you know kind of figure it out defensively a bit and now we got better offensively there's different things you can do now so it's all about just kind of getting those reps together and preparing yourself um to go um into the playoffs because we always kind of had um continuity on our side too as much as people hated it like when you know donnie would bring it up and all that it had a bit of it had merit it had merit um you know or you know as much as yes we traded kp and all that we added um two new guys most of the team had been playing with each other before right and this year you know we obviously obviously we lost some pieces brought in new pieces but for the most part, people have been playing together, you know what I mean, and now, you, you literally lost the guy that you had for eight years, <laughs> you know, you lost the guy that you had for eight years, you lost the guy that you had for about, a, you know, a year, um, and now you brought in a whole new guy, um, you're playing some of the rookies more, and they're new, too, you know, you're playing Jaden more, um, he's a new guy that obviously is still getting used to things, um, and he's done well in his minutes, you know, he's made some mistakes, but has also been impactful, too, so, um, I think he keeps getting minutes, even if he, because he's not playing a ton. It's not like he's playing a ton. I mean, when Luca comes back, you know, his minutes are going to get cut again. But um, he's still playing, and I think they keep him playing. In the playoffs, I doubt he'll play, but, um, you know, unless it's like a, we need a spark or, no, no. him or something, but he's, he's not going to play. But um, he's still giving you something, but, but my point is we don't have that continuity, so I just hope we can use this time. To, to to build that while also winning because that's the trick right that's the tricky part is that um you can it can be it could be clunky not just luke and Kyrie's fit but just just you know the entire thing could be clunky and we um are dropping games while trying to figure it out and i hope that's not the case um because that could very well happen too but um i'm just hoping that i mean I, th- I thought it was a good sign that we won the first game he played against a good team and intact in there on the road. Now that, that was a telling part to me on the road, because we were looking at a damn thing on the road. <laughs> <It was laughs> you know do,
0: do you know what else is crazy? I didn't look at it. Like they was on a run. They was beating the shit out of teams of late.
1: They were. They were like eight and two, I think they were eight and two in their last yes, team.
0: yes. And and I was just looking okay, I like I felt like Paul George had a bad game and I looked it up. And I was like, damn Paul George, you know, he shot like forty percent. He was five points below his average. And I was like, oh, that's a bad, that's a it's not a stinker, but it's a bad game. Paul George had fucking 30 of 30 and 31 the nights before against good teams efficiently. So like, yeah, bro, we man, SJ, look, man, they win the championship. You gotta come down. You gotta come down, fam. That's all I'm gonna say. You gotta make oh, your first trip course. to Texas. You gotta make that's your first trip to gonna... Texas.
1: That's not a debate. I've always said it. Anytime, um, if you know, anytime we want another one, I'm definitely down there.
0: Um, I I can't be outside with you because I'm old and watched. But I was here when we that summer we won the championship in '11. Outside, I ain't never I was outside more that summer than any other summer ever. It was glorious. It was just a whole different vibe, and it's so funny because. Like, Sean Marion, and, and there was this dude, I don't know if you remember him, Dominique Jones. Them dudes was in the yeah. streets. They were so in the streets. Like, they was in the streets like regular people. Like, they wasn't in VIP. And you could just kick it with them. It was just a good energy. And I... Man, I hope that... I, I, I know I'm gassing and saying we're going to win the championship. I still don't think we could beat Boston. I don't. I, I think... They no, just, I don't either. I don't either. They they better than us. They... That one...
1: Listen, I the only. The only path, not only I shouldn't say only, but the pathway I see to us winning the championship is if the Bucks come out of the East. I think we could beat the Bucks. We I be, think we, I beat
0: think we would beat the Bucks. I think we would beat the Sixers. Yeah, I think uh, we
1: would beat the Sixers too.
0: Uh,
1: I'd have to think about that. I'll think about the Sixers one a bit more, but I think we could beat the Bucks.
0: I think the Sixers will be a problem, but I think we would pack them up. Um, but I, I um, yeah, bro, because like Embiid is a. One of the best drop bigs, but he is still a drop big. And I, I just Kyrie and Luca would have him in a fucking headlock, and then he would have to score. For, he truly would have to score forty a night. He yeah, might be yeah. able he might be able to do it, but when you get a double, a maybe you keep getting him. You keep double teaming him over and over and over. And over oh, he's gonna over. wear down. He gonna turn he's that gonna, ball over. Exactly, and I'm just I, I just think even if it's not when even if it's not to us when they lose, that's what's gonna happen um and i just like our man i like our chances but and i like our chances against everyone in the west and i don't think i'm lying to myself by saying that i truly don't i really truly truly don't we gotta see because this is all dependent on maxi's fucking hamstring fell off the bone we we, there's a lot of assumptions that once he plays he's gonna look like maxi And I think we might be wilding. We probably need to chill on this until Maxie comes back. But if Maxie's back, he ain't even got to shoot no more. Like, he ain't got to, like, let me be clear. He don't have to shoot 40%. He just has to shoot league average and be the defensive player he is. And Luke and Kyrie will take care of the West. And Josh Green just don't fold. And I think we're, we're a real team. I think everybody else is going to slot back in places where they've played well before. Reggie is here. I think Tim will play better. Um, one thing I didn't realize is like, I think Tim playing up tempo maybe helps him better. That could just be me guessing. I don't know, but before we get out of here, man, I just say mass fans. I don't know if this Kyrie marriage is going to be long. Maybe it is. Maybe it ain't. I don't fucking care. I think he's going to be here. I think he's going to ball. We got this season, and then whatever happens, happens. And I think this is going to be some of the most fun we've had. I really do. I truly do. So we'll see. Um, Oh, one question I did want to talk to you about because we haven't talked to to you about it. As far as that Kyrie marriage, how do you think this is playing out? Because you've. I've made some tweets, you've made some tweets. How do you really think this has ended up?
1: I think that... I don't know. I will never try to predict Kyrie, and I'm actually gonna stand on it. I'm never gonna try to predict Kyrie, so I don't know. But I will say what I think the front office is going to do. I do think they're going to pay him. If, if, if it works out right, what reason do they have not to pay him? you know what i mean i mean okay i shouldn't say that <laughs> I, shouldn't say I, what say, oh, I mean even but, if
0: he had his head on straight he's still 6'2 and 31 you know what i'm saying an injury prone, but
1: yeah that's what i'm saying there's okay there's reasons but i i don't think you make this swing with no plans to like
0: to offer you
1: know what i mean i don't think that happens um but so I do think you know if it works, if, if he looks good next to Luca, they're going to put the money on the table and basically leave it up to him to say, are you, you know, walking away from this money? If if it's a signing trade, we're going to want um you know something from that team. So talk to your camp. Let let you know whoever know if that's the Lakers. Like the Lakers know we want something good. We're not giving, you know, you away for scraps. And, you know, or if if they don't want to work with us, go take. 30 million from them or 20 million or whatever it is you know from that then but we're willing to give you the money um so I, I think that's along the lines of what might happen from the front office perspective whether he what he chooses to do is that i don't know and i won't try to predict because he's just unpredictable he's a weird guy he's, he's a weird guy
0: the, the thing the thing is his, his weirdness also can like go the other way because he's prideful and I can see him just bawling out
1: out of yeah, I could see him re-signing with us just because just, the media he's, yeah, to he's I, that to of a contrarian. I could see him he, saying, I'm going to re-sign with the Mavericks just because you guys want me to go to Lakers. I could see that happening.
0: Yeah, I can see it happening. And that's why, I actually, I think he's angry. I think he's truly angry at people who think he's a, a bum. And this is something else I want to talk about. People are like, why would the Nets pay him? Why would the Nets pay him? NBA players got track just like we do. And he pulled up Ben Simmons' contract and was like, you motherfucker signed up for that, no problems, and you playing with me? Get me out of here. And I know there's different situations with that because obviously Ben Simmons, uh, he had already signed that contract, but players don't give a fuck. They see that dollar amount. Like, hold on. How you going to be cool with paying him that but then giving me static and that's just, that's just NBA players. So I think if Cuban p- pays him, he's not going, I think he's going to stay. He's going to at least resign. Now, I don't know how long it's going to last after we pay him, but I do know this as long, excuse me, as long as LeBron James is in the NBA, the the Lakers are our exit plan. <laughs> and I think we're going to get back to pick. I think we're getting back up first. As long as Kyrie doesn't retire. I think we're getting back a first whenever this is over with. It could be in the summer. It can be two years from now. It can be a year from now. But I think we're getting back. I don't think this is like, oh, my God, we lost all this stuff. This is – we're wasting this stuff for – because you're trading for Kyrie. This is going to lead to Luca leaving. Ah. No, man. Just – take some take some xanax and calm down bro like i actually players love Kyrie, <laughs> they do and it is what it is it's gonna be what it's gonna be i understand if you don't like him for like the off the course i won't even say off course of the anti-semitic stuff like that wasn't cool but the other stuff that anti-vax stuff look i'm vaccinated um i think other people should be vaccinated but let's be clear, them people in New York all got their jobs back, and they got back pay, all of them. So that, he was right from that aspect, from a legal standpoint. low key, I wonder, could he sue and get that money back? No, that was just the people that worked for the city of New York, I'm tripping. That wasn't people that worked for private companies. But all them New York City employees, they got packed up because they didn't get vaccinated, got their jobs back, and got their money. It, I didn't make, I just didn't make that up right, That's just, that actually happened right it did. Yeah, okay, cool. So that particular talking point, he was kind of right on that. And it was other players running around the league not vaccinated. Brad Bill, I've literally lost count of how many times he's caught COVID. Literally lost count. I think we up to five or six. No bullshit. And – to me, the anti-Semitic thing, that to me, that's the deal-breaker. That's the one where it's like, yeah, I'm not comfortable rooting for him. This was, like, problematic. Um, But the rest of this shit is namby-pamby-wamby stuff. Like, we, we got a friend that was like, well, he didn't talk to his teammates in the playoffs. Like, who gives a fuck? He played the best basketball before... That's the best. That's still to this day the best basketball he's ever played in his life. So if he stopped talking to these dudes today and play like that, I don't ever want him to talk to his teammates. So like, I do feel some of this stuff is getting out of pocket. But that's just my two cents on it. What do you think? We haven't even talked about this yet. What do you think about that? That risk aspect of it?
1: He's a weirdo. I I feel (laughs) it. I've been—he's a strange. I've been saying this for a long time, and I don't—that part hasn't changed for me. He's—he's he's a weird guy. He's a weird guy, um, and I mean, I—I I just don't want to deal with all of it because I feel like even when he wasn't on the team, I was very sick of of just Kyrie news, bro. He, just about any thing, bro. It was just it's always something um so at this point that he's here i just i just want to focus on the basketball bro i i i can't even um think of all the other shit that's why i was i personally was getting annoyed at the media poking because not even just you can feel how you feel but it's like stop instigating bro because you're causing a circus because now theo was responding and you know other people like this is getting like like a clown show like the, the the instigation um from the media is is um is i saw someone who was calling me saying oh you're the, the, the you're the female brad when it comes on to wood it's not even the same thing am i media am i interacting with, with wood
0: hey you have a podcast which hundreds of people listen to shit maybe actually now maybe a thousand people listen to a week you are media sj
1: I am not, I am not, I got no credentials Do so, no, you, uh,
0: you, you not have a podcast, is this, I'm just, I'm just fucking
1: with right? you I know, I know, I know But my point is that it's 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 different <laughs> It's different than them And that's why I didn't, just don't do, stop instigating <laughs> Especially when he, he isn't even giving you a reason to instigate right now You know what I mean Like, if you're holding passion against him Then, um you know, do you but you can't be upset if it ultimately leads to contention because you had no problem, you know, instigating it. No, so man. you I, know, I, I, I just I, I just hope everybody everybody's on their best behavior. Him, the media, the, you know, players. I just hope everybody's on their best behavior.
0: I, I, I'm just gonna say this. I do think this is my take. Like most superstar pairings, only last like two or three years. So I think that's the best case scenario. If we could get two or three years, because Kyrie's getting old anyway, like his performance isn't going to justify the, the craziness, but maybe for another, I don't know, two seasons any after this anyway, right? So if we can just get two years out of this, the juice was worth the squeeze and a Especially, <laughs> we traded Spencer Dinwiddie, Dorian Finney Smith, and a first. That's not nothing. I'm not trying to poo poo it, but that's Kyrie. And I think you're the only way this goes left is if he gets the money. And it, I mean, even if he retired, you get the money. Like, I'm just trying to think of what would have to happen for this not to work, for this to be a total disaster. I just can't think of any scenarios because of what we gave up. Those other teams gave up so much to get him. They risked it all for him, and we risked like a first-round pick and Dorian Finney-Smith and Spencer Dinwiddie, two, literally two role players. They're high-end role players, but they're role players. So, yeah, um, I, I just think this was a good trade, and I think he's going to be here for a little bit. And if he ain't, I think we're going to get Back shit, seventy-five percent of what we gave, and I think we'll be okay. Um that's my two cents on it. Uh all right, got anything else you want to get off your chest before we sign off? Damn, was this two hours? Yep. No. no. It was it's, it's an hour and a half. It's an hour and a half. We started at three thirty. So we hour and a half, but what yeah we started at 3 30 bro 3 30 my time no we started uh...
1: yeah that's what i'm saying what are you talking about it's been two it's been like more than two hours
0: what the fuck okay all right well i think i might two-part this joint anyway uh we holler at y'all next week uh thank y'all for listening we will holler at y'all bye we <laughs>